The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's five forty-five. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Somewhere in this building is our producer, Big Dick Toledo, and we're ready to go for another perfect day in paradise. Is this? Uh, we can't. I'm not saying a word about it. So I don't jinx it. It's been amazing. Like, oh. this is ridiculous. I'm breathing for the first time. I'm breathing clean. I'm getting better. I didn't have yeah. a, a baby drowner this morning on the way in. I didn't have... I did something... I I don't... I, I got to tip my cap to all the people who try this. I, I finally did it. Alarm went off at 3.30. I'm going to work out to start the day. Yeah. I got to see what this is about. I got to try this out. And I've ridden my bike here before. That's different. I don't really look at it as a workout. It's just more of a thing. And I actually get up and... I, I don't know how you people do it. I, I know people that get up first thing in the morning, and that's what I, I – kudos to you. It was – I might as well try to lift a car. It was, it was a brutal – I do – I am more awake than I am normally awake at this time. I'm about a half hour, 45 minutes ahead of schedule. But I am assuming that somewhere around noon, 1 o'clock, crash. I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to collapse. I'm just going to drop dead probably and just uh, – It'll be it all just over. modifies your nap system. Yeah, you it just changes it. the day. But of course, today is not a day for napping. Yeah. I, I missed. I couldn't go to Tactical Black yesterday. I had stuff pop up and change, and so I'm like, "Dang it, I can't." So I was lazy, and then I decided to say, "I'm going to work out first thing in the morning." I, I, honestly, I don't know how anyone does it. I know people who do. Eric Bryan, we know him from Precision Air. He's right now doing curls for the girls yeah, he's, right he's, now. He's rolling some buys and tries, and I just don't know how you do it. I tried to. Motivate. I did it. I got through it, but it was ugly and lazy and a lot of complaining and a lot of eye rolling. Like, ugh. It was brutal. But uh, I got a tip of the cap to those people. I don't think I'll ever do that again. But now I know from experience rather than just saying I'm, I, I'm, I'm not built for that. I'm just not built for the wake up workout. One and done. Uh, that's enough. That was so <laughs> hard. I, I swear that was so hard for me. It's awful. It's just a terrible. We just start theory. a tad too early to get the early morning workout. In. My old it's, wife, it's like overnight. The ex-wife <laughs> used to get up before me, doing mornings to work out. She was happy to wake up at three forty-five. My dad, oh, I'm turning into Dan. If I do this, I'm Dan. Because at three thirty, you'd hear that alarm go off, and I swear to God, my poor mom. Best thing ever happens. They got divorced later because if he'd have kept doing this, you'd hear weights in the bedroom. He had barbells. He didn't. Oh, we didn't have a workout room. He just kept them stuffed under the edge of the bed with two orange, like noticeable cones. Saying, eh, "It's your own ass if you run into these." So he'd keep. You know, he he kindly put orange tabs on the end of the barbells, and you would hear him 
drag a bench out of the garage all the way back into the master bedroom. My mom, it's three forty in the morning. And you're Marcy, 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 Marcy. What? God damn it! Spot me. What am I gonna do? Just help me out. <laughs> he would. He was so rude about it. You'd hear. That's how I woke up most of my teen years. And he Clouds loved of chalk. it. He loved it. I'm surprised we didn't have chalk and like a, a bell. Go for my ATV. Yeah, I got to get my whole time. I'm going in. Marcy, get up here. Take 120 pounds of woman and, and, and help me lift this off my chest in case things go sour. Oh, it was horrible. I tried that this morning. I don't know how to say it. My ex-wife would wake up. I'm trying not to wake you. She'd go to the gym. Like she'd drive somewhere. There's no possible way I would ever. I don't know how you got I don't. If you're doing it right now, I, I, I admire you more than I thought I could. When I originally came so, out here with the first station, the the owner, yeah, um, and I, I know this hard to believe, but started the day climbing Camelback Mountain. No, that's meet terrible. him right at the, as the sun would get up. No, and it took about two weeks because the first week, first two weeks is brutal. Oh yeah, then you do get into an habit, but it's not every day. You were doing this. We we're doing it. That's every just day. dumb. That's no. You that's were waking not. up to do that. Yes. No, I'm not doing that. Like you always tell me, you know. Golf on Saturday. What time? 8.30. You're crazy. No. I'm not waking up to go do anything. We've tried to do that on the bikes. You're like, no, nope, 11 yeah, o'clock. Yeah. You guys <laughs> always tell me, we're biking. What time? 6.30. I'm like, why? <laughs> why do I have a, why? There's all, we have all day. You'll be going to get it out of the way. That's just summer golf for the most part. The phrase, so what? We have all day. Nobody will be, it's even better that no one's out there. We have all day tells me. We can do this whenever we want. But when somebody's like, because you and Josh always answer me yeah. with, well, we want to get it out of the way. Well, then you don't really want to do it. <laughs> Things you want to get out of the way are chores. Uh, You're beating the heat on yeah. the bike thing. Beat the heat on the He likes the heat. I like it. I yeah. almost killed Brett yeah. because of it once. <laughs> I still feel Bastard. a little guilty about it. <laughs> and Brett's on the other side. Why? <laughs> we yeah. Had, yeah. Oh, no. Exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird, but we stuffed Brett under a small bush once that had a minimum amount of shade and watched him almost die. Thank God for Wilderness Athlete Heroes, man. That's the only thing that saved yeah, my ass. That is a fact. It's like the dude that comes into town or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll play golf. Yeah. And we're in the summer here. Whether it's a... Yeah. Oh, I, I can't do it. Oh. See, I don't want somebody sitting there bitching about the heat when they golf with me, and you don't want me there bitching about why did we wake up for this all day? Because I hate it. I hate it. I, I, like, if I've got all day, why am I mapping out a more... I can sleep... I'll get to it. I, I like an I'll get to it attitude on the weekends. Not I got stuff to do. I got a schedule. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't sleep in on the weekends oh. anymore with the schedule. It's like I'm, I can't. Seven o'clock. I'm up. Man, I can. You know, I try this. I, I try. You know, seven o'clock comes around and I just curse at that. You think you got me? Watch this. And I'm <laughs> for sleep. Seven. You're sleeping in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. If I'm awake at seven, I'm laying down on the couch till ten just to fight. I'm like, all right. You think you think I'm up going to do stuff? You're crazy. I'm just going to get up and be lazy on another apparatus in this house. The tip of the cap to all you weirdos out there who can work work out first thing. What a gift you've got. Because that is a, I want to get this out of the way thing. I like to do it right before bed, which is a crazy thing. Like yeah. people, I, I like to. Like, and you can go to sleep right after that? Yeah, doesn't bother wow. me at all. I, I noticed Brett, that. I am a more. sleep professional. Yeah. You say it's time for sleep, I'm gone. Except. Uh, if it's a bedtime, I'm still a child. Like if somebody says it's bedtime, I'm like, you tell me. But you know, I, I have to go like at 11 o'clock. When it's time for me to go to sleep, I'm going to sleep. So yeah, I can, it doesn't, ca- caffeine doesn't affect me anymore. Nothing. I, I, I go to bed when I go to bed, when I'm, when I'm sleepy. 
But when I have to go to bed, because I've got to get up early. That's why I hate Saturday morning, 6 a.m., fight time. Because <laughs> on Friday, I'm just mad, laying there, my arms crawled. Go to bed early because my dickhead friends want to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and ride bicycles. You've got all day. Josh will hit me up and goes, hey, want to ride this uh, weekend? I'm like, yeah, what time? This, well, should we hit up John? No. Nah, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even bother. Because I, I say it immediately. Like, yeah. What time after 10 are you planning this? Yeah. Six. I'm like, no, you have fun. I'll talk to you another time. <laughs> Josh is such an animal. That when I went riding with him last time, I said, I, you know I'm not doing anything until 10. He went riding first oh, yeah, with yeah. other dudes and then met me at 10 to do it again. They get I, out there when it's still dark. Yeah. And then, let's, let's go. So dumb. I just don't, I, I, I love Josh, but boy, what an IQ of five on that moment. <laughs> just dumb. But yeah, so again, I tried it this morning. It may be the only time I ever do this. I, I can't stand waking up like that. I don't know. And, you know, and worst part was, you know. He starts thinking about that. Like, if this was a gym, there'd be other people there. There's no way I could ever do that. Like, see other people doing it who are, like, spry. They're going to notice my weaknesses and misery. And good morning, just, everybody. Oh, yeah, oh, hi, good. Oh, nothing worse than a morning person. <laughs> I remember when we first started the, the show, one of the guys, uh, I think it was Tim at the other station, was like, hey, we should meet for breakfast before oh, the show. Tim Hattrick? <laughs> yeah. That dude has asked me to meet him at IHOP at 4. And I'm like, you think I'm awake at 4? <laughs> well, yeah, you got to see there at three. Are you insane? Did him and Willie? And I don't know if Ben and him did it. Evidently no. not, because Ben's not around anymore. <laughs> no one knows why. Tim used to ask me, "Hey, you're right down the road. We'll just meet at IHOP." I'm like, "What? Like eleven after the show? No, before. I'm like before? There is no before the show. That's sleep time. <laughs> before what? Before the show is like, how long can I push this till I have to oh. get in the car? They would get up to go." Talk some. If I saw you for another hour, I'd, I, I, we would hate each other. Write yeah. a song. I would. I, I can't imagine because I'm miserable. If I was pulling up to an IHOP at a quarter to four in the morning and I saw your cheery face in the window, and like, mother effer, I'm going to kill him today with pancakes. I don't want to have breakfast with you too. Yikes! Yeah, I can't do that. I don't know how. But again, tip of the cap. Congratulations to all you guys. That's impressive. I'm the DeAndre Ayton of morning workouts. It ain't happening, and you ain't talking me into it. You just can't change my mind. I am a Bahamanian. Give me some mangoes, video games, and weed, and I'll get to you when I get to you. I treat workouts in the morning like DeAndre Ayton treats a loose ball bouncing down the court. Somebody will get it. <laughs> I'll get you your 22 a night from 12 yeah, feet away. Look, I'll sleepwalk to 18 and 8, but I ain't going to chase that ball around. There's other people out here. What happened to the other four guys? How come I'm always responsible for the loose ball? DeAndre. All right. Well, tonight's the uh, tonight's game three. And uh, we were talking about this. They have the $10 game. Uh, you know, you can go into Footprint Center for 10 bones and watch on the big screen. Might be kind of fun, right? But uh, then you think, oh, riffraff. Lots of riffraff. <laughs> People with a saw buck. We talked about this last year. Uh, who normally can't get into the Footprint Center due to exorbitant pricing. And now they get their opportunity to go in there. It's caddy day in the pool, you know. I remember when they did yeah. on Caddyshack, oh, yeah. and like next 15 minutes is Caddy time, and they come in and they poop in it. And that's kind of how I see tonight. When you when you offer up a freebie, ten dollars, you, you're you're inviting some half it, of Maryville's going to <laughs> Maryville's going <laughs> to they're going to ask if no for another way. ten, can they sleep there because they got nowhere to go. <laughs> go through the metal detectors. I might stuff. go. I might I might want to see this raucous gang festival like this. This might be a an interesting people watch. I'll stay for a half. I'm not going to hobnob with them for a long time, but. 
You get jumped into the gang, you go there. No, I'll, I'll, I'll sneak into a suite. I'll find someone I know and go, hey, can I not sit with them? Do they do a halftime uh, entertainment deal? They said they got DJs order? and the dancers oh, will be out there. Okay. And of course you got to go. Well, I know. They've got to have club action. Double Dutch and... Anything that costs $10 and is general oh, admission and you get into an arena or a stadium... It, you're you're in there's going to be a lot of decent don't start emailing me you know a lot of people can't afford it right that's my point a lot of people can't afford it and a lot of those people you don't want to hang around with like i see people with just ten dollars and i don't like i only have 10 bucks that's somebody you're just not like what do you want to do stuff with me you're not asking that person none of you out there who are about to defend this have a friend with ten dollars to his name and you're trying to go to like dinner with him and stuff. You you're avoiding you're avoiding that dude like the plague. We all avoid ten dollar guy like the plague. Jeremy, who used to work here, old Jer. I I, I like Jeremy a lot. He asked to take me to dinner once and we want to take you to dinner and let be nice. And I'm like, all right. And in that invitation he included that he had a coupon too for twenty. And I'm like, I'm not interested in this. I don't want to Did you get your riblets? No. And so I <laughs> Yeah because I took him to Spake forty four once on. and then he wanted to return the favor by popping me over to Applebee's for a two for twenty. And it had to happen on Tuesday between four and six. And I'm like, well, none of this is gonna happen. <laughs> And I'm like, it's way like, too early. Look, all of us avoid riff raffery as best we can. Even, even you know, just dead broke people don't want another ten dollar person standing next to them because now we got two two dead broke people. Nobody's going anywhere. So look, the ten dollar offer is a lovely thing, but it's going to invite about forty percent, you know, trouble. And I want to know what they charge for parking. They have to open up parking, right? It has to be free. I was thinking uh, that the same. Because parking is forty. Because bucks. then that's that's a twenty dollar affair. Yeah, most places Minimal. during a, a, a live game forty bucks. And then park. do they open up the food concessions? Uh, they have to. Oh, oh, they have because yeah, they yeah. want their money. Yeah, there's a lot of EBT cards getting slid up there at the Spinatos <laughs> at the ballpark. Ten dollars. That's why you don't sit in that upper deck. That's why no one sits in the upper deck of the Diamondbacks game. The dollar people are there. Yee, dollar people. And they just crawl out of a hole and yeah, sunlight hurts mine eyes. You don't want that. We all avoid our ten dollar friends. So piling them into a big arena is frightening. But I may have to go down there and just see what it looks like. It might be fun. It might be a fun group. Halftime could be two thousand Jesse White tumblers. <laughs> the, the whole It'd be amazing. <laughs> and then they, instead of a t shirt gun, it's just like crack. They just shoot crack out of that. The gorilla comes out and just starts firing crack at this massive audience of meth heads. I've seen the news. I know what $10 people do. Fentanyl, that's what they do. I got $10. I can watch the sons or I can get a thing of fentanyl. And fentanyl, please. But you got 10 bucks, and that, you know, that's. But again, there's a lot of people, a lot of decent people who are like, hey, that's a good deal. We're making it. But they're, 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 you know who I'm talking. Even the decent ones were like, my family's not able to throw $5,000 out of me. I understand that. So you want to take your three kids and your wife and all that's 50 bucks to get in. That's a kick in the nuts. But think of who you're sitting next to. $10. Is it worth the stabbing? I mean, <laughs> really, it, well, there's it, metal detectors. You know, the one thing, I, I don't know if they work. They make shanks and stuff I am there. so full. My body is covered. Like I got phony hips, something in my back. I got this thing in my shoulder. And I walked through that metal detector. Every, once I forgot my keys and my phone in my pocket, I walked right through and the lady goes, go ahead. Like, did it go off? No. I make the lady wand me. Does that work? <laughs> on my hip there's something here I'm like yep it's my metal hip I got it'll be a different crew tonight on the 
At the ten dollar ticket. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're really, gonna, they're gonna turn those off. They're really gonna check them out. <laughs> anyway, I might go check that out. Suns Clippers tonight. I might have to see what that's all about. You guys want to go? No, oh, I don't want to get shanked with a spork. <laughs> I'm out. No way. Worst gang fight ever. <laughs> oh, did you hear how Julio died? He got stabbed in the jugular with a spork. Yeah, I you know look, the beers are still gonna cost beer prices. Ten bucks getting in is pretty good, but again. There'll be a gr- uh, look. That would be a first. Have you ever done that before? To go down to the $10 people event? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I'm just almost like early days. Just to like, witness yeah, this. No. No. That scares me. Yeah. Oh, this is said, remember, this is where we got introduced to the pineapple lawyer. Remember the pineapple lawyer? That's yeah. right. That was at a son's roadie. That's right. The, what did we get mad at the pineapple lawyer for? He had that hot wife and stuff, too, if I remember right. I don't, I don't, or was she the lawyer? I don't remember the pineapple I remember the pineapple lawyer. I think lawyer she's the I, lawyer. She's the lawyer. Yeah. That's right, yeah. $10 people. That's right. That was last year. Good call, Brian. Yeah. And again, I don't. before you start emailing me that I'm a snob, you already knew that. Uh, and start telling me, oh, everybody can afford it. I don't care about your financial situation. Don't get mad at me because I don't want to hang out with $10 people. I don't hang out with the low-level $10 people. And when you're going to be going crazy. When you email me and defend the low-level $10 people, you're announcing you're one of them. And that's just it. I don't. Shut up. Hopefully they do some of the stuff, the in-game promos, like the Chick-fil-A's on the line, even on the TV game. I would hope Chick-fil-A gets involved and everybody gets a sandwich just out of kindness. Like Chick-fil-A just because that cow comes up. And again, I noticed something the first game. They parade that cow out there for the fourth quarter for Chick-fil-A, that big mascot cow. And sometimes he's late to the party. And uh, on uh, the, the game one, fourth quarter, uh, the Clippers are shooting free throws. And the cow comes barreling out of the thing. And you tell the dude just put the head on. He's like, he's running out there. And the, and the shot was in the air. And he made it. And then the cow had to, like, barely made it into your eyesight. And then he had to slink back onto the arena. It was hilarious. Like, the cow didn't make it to his spot in time. That Chick-fil-A cow shows up. People lose their mind. But, uh, yeah, and they got the Chick-fil-A in game, too. So I, I, that would be nice if the cow came out for a couple free throws in the fourth. But uh, $10 people. I mean, look, we, nobody wants that. Poor people don't want to find out. They're, I've only got 10 bucks. Oof, i got to avoid this guy for a while. He's going to be a lone screamer. And pretty soon he's going to. Remember when Toledo was a $10 guy? We didn't hang out with Toledo much because we knew it was coming. We're a we're buying all his meals. B there's going to be a chance he's got a, a, a you know a cocktail napkin with a plan that he's about to ask you for. He's better now, so he's in. Now the, he's, he's in the full. Now he's good again. He's in the fold. We didn't know he was in. He was in dire straits for a little while until I got that cocktail. In fact, the offer for me to help was written on the. A ripped out part of a U-Haul box. <laughs> What's this? Well, we ripped it off. We took the flap off a U-Haul box. Here's our plan. Ooh, I don't like this at all. There's a lot of numbers on here. You're $10 people. But, you know, I might go down there. I might have fun to see this. I'm just curious about parking. And do they discount the beers? That would be fair. Those beers aren't cheap. So if you're talking about, you know, out. still going to be a $100 night. You'd be drinking Natty Light all night. Yeah, you'd pay, even the cheap ones are pricey. I don't think you're getting out of there for less than like twelve bucks for a beer. To me, it might as well just go to a regular bar. Yeah, you don't have to pay to get in, and the beers are going to be cheaper. 
but you'd never but get that's it. what it is. There's it's, where the ten dollar people yeah. kick in. They don't get to go to the arena normally, so this is an extravagance. Like you get it, to go into the you know Hearst Castle. It's safer. Yeah, I'm just I'm, going I'm, to the bar. <laughs> It's your arena sports bar. Brett did overnights for 13 years. He hates $10 people. Oh, yeah. How come I'm the one that's going to get all the mean emails? <laughs> He's being a bigger dick than I am. At least I'm willing to, to you know, part. Like, I'd almost maybe go for just a quarter. to see you go right. in. Well, then we'll go tonight. <laughs> we'll go for the fun of it. Oh, just for the fun of it. Fun, huh? And then we'll, we will run across the street to the h and Ranch and finish watching that game in the apartment. For sure. We'll try. Why not? I'll give it a run. Oh, well, you know what we can do? We can eyeball it from the apartment and see what's showing up at the gates. You know? And if it looks too creepy. This is a good too, time too to sporky, go now. I'm out. Yeah, if we start looking at it and it's like, ooh, that looks a little Night of the Living Deadish to me. That's too many $10 people. <laughs> Sawbuckers. And I don't know if you, I'm like, look. And here's the other thing, $10 people. I don't know if they take cash anymore. So you're going to have to have like a credit line. EBT. And, EBT is not going to fly there. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I watched the downtown EBT happen at that fries and the dude had two gallons of chocolate milk, one gallon of eggnog, a bottle of liquor, and like, I forget the food, but it was pointless. And he had $7. He thought he had $17. And the lady's like, you get seven bucks on your EBT card. And he goes, ah, all right. Get rid of the eggs. Get rid of all the good stuff. And he kept the two chocolate milks and the liquor. Of course. <laughs> right. A little tiny bottle of something. And it still was over $7. He just could not part with those chocolate milks. And he was in a scooter already. I'm like, this guy, his diabetes is just screaming for that chocolate milk. He'll, he'll be at the arena today. Yeah, he'll be there. He's yeah. in yeah. <laughs> See? He managed to make that seven fifty work for two gallons of chocolate milk. It's be nothing but bird scooter parking out in front. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I watched on the news last night a lady in Mesa. Who had a, she lives at a retirement home and she's in a scooter and she was out on a scooter ride. I guess that's called a walk. I don't know what she's doing. A and stroll. Some, some car comes up and goes, bang, bang. Hi. It's a coyote behind you about eight feet. Oh, adios mio. <laughs> <laughs> she, she floored it. So she's going like seven and the coyote's just trotting just behind tra- her. Trailer. And she, they're talking to her on the news. He's going to make me lunch. Like, well, that's a, that's poor English. He's not going to make you lunch. He might eat you. Coyote ain't going to eat some lady in a scooter. That's it's, Coyotes aren't like humans. We're not looking at a full wedding cake thinking I'm going to eat the whole thing. Coyotes look and go, that's too much. That's, that's, that's just gluttonous. At this point, I, I don't want to be a big fat coyote. They eat rats and little cats and baby dogs. Maybe take a bite of your kid just because they hate kids, I think. She could have forgotten that she went to the grocery store earlier. You know, the day before, <laughs> right. and it's in she's, the she's underneath a, the carriage. A thing of ground chuck that she yeah, forgot in the forgot. thing. Yeah, <laughs> forgot. Okay, so there's a reason why it's strolling behind. He ain't taking down your abuela. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not eating a whole abuela right there in Mesa. It's not happening. But the news wanted to make it seem like coyotes are chasing your coyotes abuela. coyote's like, just get rid of the, drop the barbacoa. That's all I want. <laughs> hey, coyote, did you call my abuelita a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> No, he's not taking down a whole abuelita. It ain't coming that way. Hey! And the coyote's like, uno mujer. <laughs> he's not, they don't want to eat a whole person. They're not even thinking about it. They don't, they're not out to kill you. And everything. But the fact that she was in the scooter. Because he only goes six miles an hour? He was going to make me lunch. I know. <laughs> the news has you frightened to death that coyotes are going to try to eat you. She's out for her scooter walk on the senior living, and a coyote just trotted by. But I love that a car goes, bang, bang, hey, lady. 
<laughs> Coyote, eight feet behind you. Hi, Dios mío. Oh, please. Turn that rascal around and yeah. play chicken with that guy. <laughs> right. All you got to do is, yeah, I don't know if your legs work at all. D- just start spinning that thing. Coyote's like, whoa. Coyote doesn't know that the chair isn't part of you. So he's looking at that whole contraption like, is that food or not? There's something in Oh, it. there's food on board. Oh, that lady, they, the news didn't talk about that. You're 100% correct. She had chorizo or something in a bag or something on her fingers. She smelled Delivering of... Delivering tamales yeah. to friends or whatever. Right. She smelled of deliciousness, and she thought the coyote was after her because she's arrogant. That's all that is. Coyote didn't want to eat you. You're a 145-pound grandma. It's not happening. Coyotes don't eat those. You never heard of that. Coyote took a whole grandma down today. It's never happened. <laughs> never happened. Coyote ate the whole thing down to the bones. Found a skeleton land out there next to a bag of chorizo the coyote left. You had groceries. If you see those on the highway, well, coyote alerts, missing 68-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's silver alert. If you see But, Mark, sorry, we think your abuelita was eaten by a coyote. That's never been a thing anybody's ever done. The news is so irresponsible with these coyote attacks because now you notice how hip it is. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, they're, they're like everywhere. Coyotes are just out to get us. We got one. Yeah, we've been living with coyotes the whole time we've been here. They've never taken down an abuelita. They've never once. Like, they might bite a kid now and again, and that's because your kid was playing with it. Every, I've ridden my bike on Trail 100, and, you know, we st- coyote and I have stumbled across each other every once in a while. And we both look at each other like, what the hell's that? And they're like, oh, it's a coyote. And he looks at me, yeah, he looks at me like, I got gotcha. you. I'm not going to eat you. And I'm like, okay. You know. And I've ridden my bike where a coyote kind of trotted along eight or nine feet away from me. It's intimidating because they're unpredictable. He's not going to eat me, but he might be rabbit. Like your brain goes, he maybe he's got rabies and he's just going to bite me and make me have to get you. My fear is shots in the tummy. I'm not scared of the coyote as much as I am 20 shots in the tummy. That's what I've always learned about rabies. But, you know, he trot along next to you. And I'm like, he's not taking I'm 200 pounds. He knows I'm more of a meal than he'll ever need. Gone. He's not doing it. Yeah. Eat your abuelita. The news covered it. You know what's going to happen? We're going to find a news truck just chumming, throwing food out. <laughs> They're going to get busted right. for trying to lure Here's information. more coyotes into the city. This is it. This is. I'll give you. I'll give you how to fix this. If if you're worried that abuela is about to get chowed down on by uh, you know Wiley over there, hey, keep her uh, keep her hands full of jerky, and never start chucking jerky. If a coyote comes by, throw some food away from you. It'll eat that. It doesn't want to fight. It wants something easy. It's so easy to figure. You watch the news and they're interviewing this poor lady. And you just just have to think that old people love the news. Did you hear about that? The coyotes are starting to eat old people. No, they're not. Coyotes aren't eating us. They get they get bitey if you keep them friendly. You got to scare them away. Well, but. that's the problem. Do, you, you don't want to throw you, you know the the jerky thing. That's a problem because then they're like, oh, I got jerky right. here. Then, then it's a source. Coming back, yeah, it becomes a source. But by the way, if you got grandma getting chased in the six mile an hour scooter and she's scared, tell her to scream. They're that's gone. That's very true too. That's very true. My dear meal. Yeah. Yeah, this, this guy says, coyotes have a second meaning for us Mexicans. Those are the dudes that cross over the border. Maybe she hadn't paid him all the money yet. Yeah, it? was it the... Uh... <laughs> what kind of coyote are we talking about? <laughs> hey, grandma, you still owe me money. Hey, coyote. Hey, hey coyote. I tried to throw jerky and he came from me. He was going to make me lunch. Yeah, they didn't say the coyote was in an F-150 <laughs> chasing him. 
<laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> Eight feet behind, you got a coyote. Adios, mio. That was actually the car honking. Hey, <laughs> coyote. where? Right here. Aquí. Si. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just silly to me, but it makes me giggle. Because it's like, all right, news enough. You're scaring old people. You know your, your, you know your audience is loaded with elderly people on scooters living at those retirement homes. They've been stuffed in in Mesa, and if coyotes start walking the grounds, because there's always a big pond or water, of course you're inviting them in. You're right, Brady. Brady couldn't be more right. Go back, Jason Barry, and do a story on what was on that cart because that lady's got chorizo. Her fingers smell like food. She smells like a delicious meal, and the coyotes eyeballing it like. Is she food? She's too big. Where is it? I'll take a bite of whatever we got going on. That's why your kids get bit. They're bechitoed. Their fingers are all orange and dusty. They smell like a meal. And Coyote's not going to eat your kid. They want what's on him. There's probably hummingbirds all around that thing because her grandkids <laughs> spilled those honey right, those little candies drinks. on there. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's that weird Mexican Kool-Aid that <laughs> all over that chair. Dried horchata. Right. Oh. This lady was a target not because of her delicious body, but because of the stuff that was stuck to her chair. I know my grandma in her later years had food Boys all over candy. her. She was candy in her pockets that I didn't want because it was too close to that wet diaper. She whips out a <laughs> handful of Brock's. Yeah, my grandma would get up and sometimes walk by, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, is she mopping with ammonia? What's going on in there? Some Werthers. <laughs> And then she'd pull candy. Where there's an ammonia. Yeah, she'd pull candy out of her out of her pocket next to that big wet diaper. Like, you want some of these? Like, Surely I don't want anything that's coming out of those pants. You don't want that? You don't want any of my candy? No. It's it's been inches from that soaked diaper that just reeks of an industrial floor cleaning. Babu was just dragging with a parliament in her mouth and just a, a gas leak in the back. <laughs> uh, by the way, my, my I've told this story before, but Isabel Holmberg, my grandma, lived with us for three months after my grandpa died. She wasn't all mentally good at that time. And she dropped a bucket of Yoo-Hoo in the toilet and didn't flush it once. And let me tell you, oh. whatever, whatever's living inside an old lady, Weimaraners love it. Give the sound. <laughs> I'm sitting in the living room. I'm like, what? I was. I, I remember I was watching Give Me a Break. It was 4 o'clock. It used to be on Channel 5 at 4. I'm watching the great Nell Carter. Give Me a Break. And I'm like, what is that noise? Izzy's out there somewhere walking around smoking her eaves. And I'm like, what is that noise? And I hear... <laughs> 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 what the hell's going on? Like, Brandy! My dog's Brandy. Brandy! getting worse it's getting wetter i walk back in there and brandy has it looks like a face of just melted oh. cocoa oh. Oh. <laughs> she's looking at me like <laughs> i found the jack mother load i'm like no no and cabbage and stuff i don't know what that lady was eating but let me just tell you the canine lupus lupus loves that stuff you just cracked open one of those tubes you buy in the pet store, yeah. the refrigerated oh. dog food. <laughs> yep. oh. It was like, well, this you who's gone bad. I'm going to pour gallons of it in the toilet and just let the dog have it. So whatever was in Abolita's diaper, that coyote, maybe we can't smell it because the diapers have gotten good for old people. That coyote could smell it. And my dog, you know, 
years and years later from the coyote, the caninus, whatever it is, they uh, still smelled that stuff. So whatever lives inside a grandma's diaper, yeah, your dog might be interested because Brandy could not get enough of my grandma's delicious brown stuff. <laughs> it was like a plunger. She was de- like all the way to the eyes, that beautiful wine brander, all the way to the eyes. Oh. Kind of a viscous yoo-hoo. So wipe your grandma wow. down before you send her out into the wild. It would have been interesting if grandma kept going in that uh, scooter. Yeah. If there'd be, you know, coyote, seven cats. How long the trail would Oh, yeah. No, there was a like the pipe I'm like Snow White. No, 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 no. You're like Snow Brown. They're smelling something else there, sister. You need to wipe your ass. Coyotes aren't after your abuelita. It's not a thing. I was laughing too hard to actually hear the story. She might not have been an Abelita because I'm like, when, when they showed the old lady on the scooter, I'm like, oh, they got her in action. <laughs> Why don't you go ride that thing around a little bit? Show up how slow you are so you're susceptible to wildlife. So they had her scoot. For yeah. The, they had the camera. story. She's just, you know, <laughs> oh my stationary moving Reenactment. Yeah, like uh, Admiral Pike from Star Trek. <laughs> just scooting around. This is how fast I can go. Oh, I was pissing myself. Just like Grandma. But Grandma's diapy. Was what the coyote wanted, or that sack of uh, chorizo that she forgot she had underneath the carriage, or all the candy that's been melted and spilled all over that. Coyote ain't going to eat your grandma, period. Zero. End of story. News, irresponsible to say so, but hilarious, and I want more of those stories. I want more old people afraid that wildlife's going to get them. That's a 30-minute show to me. The senior communities, Mesa. It would be the best reality show, Old People Survivor. We just take like seven or eight of them on scooters and we put them out where coyotes are. Oh, there's one. And we just coat them in, you know, brine and, you know, au because they're covered in rib juice because they're pigs. They don't wash up right. They got diapies full. They'll eat it. They'll eat it. Oh, poor Brandy. That was 1985. Did you just leave the house and let Dan and Marcy take care of it or... I uh, know I washed. Oh, I you felt, did? Yeah, I felt bad. Well, actually, what I did was pick her up and put her in the pool. So Grandma's Yoo-Hoo went from dog mouth to filler. Lorene will get this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wouldn't get in the pool for a while because sometimes Grandma would get in in the second step and sit down, and I know what was going on there. The summer chowder. Yeah, oh, God. She was dropping <laughs> Yoo-Hoo in my pool. <laughs> and it was Yoo-Hoo. It was... No, that was the other grandma. That was good grandma. That was the Monia grandma. Izzy was the one who dumped the Yoo-Hoo. She's the one that when I was I came home and she was cooking dinner and I watched her, her skirt was always crooked. The seam was always on the right butt cheek, way over like a foot. And she was always moving her thing. And then I watched her pick her, like put her thumb down inside the skirt once. Come on! And she pulled her thumb out and with her index finger squished her thumb. Something was in between her thumbnail. Well, she thought something was in her thumbnail. And she gave it a squish. She gave it a squish and then went right back to cutting whatever she was cutting that we were going to have for dinner. And I called my dad at work. And We're going out. I just remember, I just remember, Dan Holmberg, please. Who's calling? It's his son, John. Please hurry. And I just heard, this better be important. (laughs) Hey, your mom's got... Dung in her thumb and she's making dinner. That's my mother. It doesn't negate the fact your mother's got her own feces in her thumb. You're going to get your ass kicked you talk about my mom like that. I'm not eating dinner tonight. I'm just letting you know. I've got that two for 20. Let's yeah. use that. <laughs> he was mad. He ate that meal. And to show, show the love of his mother. 
Even though, and I sat back, no way. You make what she you, cooked. You finish nope. that plate. You're not no. getting up from this table. My plate remained empty. You don't want to eat? That's fine. I'm like, I don't. I told you why. Don't you call me at work. I'm like, that's an important call. You say call in case of emergency. Grandma's thumb full of dookie on the cabbage is an emergency to me. <laughs> she was squishing it. Oh. Now, I didn't, in fairness, I didn't see what she was giving a squish to, but it's the only it thing it could matter. have been. It doesn't matter. The only thing it could have been. It was in her cracker. There was your problem. Anyway, good morning, You never everybody. watched Grandma cook. <laughs> Never. And then that was years of going, all I've talked about is how good a cook is he is. Is that the secret ingredient? In the latter years, I saw way too much of my grandma to love her anymore. <laughs> love dies every time you see your grandma's dump. <laughs> Not a little bit either, like 12, 15%. At a th- you see grandma's unflushed toilet, that's a 12% drop in love. That's what Static X's song Love Dump is all yeah, about. Yeah, and then you see six or seven of those, and you realize you're now further along in the I don't like grandma anymore than you are in the love. You get four or five unflushed toilet, grandma unflushed toilet. Oh, crap. Where's the paper? What, did she just get up and go? Uh, um, I'm analyzing. 12% drop in love. Went from 100 to 88 to 76 to 64 real fast. Then I'm on the other side of 50, and I'm like, no, I don't love her that much. I don't love her enough. I'm calling Dad whenever I see her make a mistake. She was an insane person. She was great until my grandpa died, and then something happened. She went bananas. It was funny. Good stories for now. I'm over it now. But At the time, I wanted to move out, and I was only 12. Uh, anyway, I kind of wished my grandma was eaten by a coyote that day. That was horrible. <laughs> Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. Suns game three. Got to get this one. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. morning sickness. 98 Thank you, Alliance. Ready to go. Thursday morning. Here we go. This week's flying by. Love it. Uh, Suns tonight. I think that's why. It's because you got stuff to look forward to. You're I'm like, at least for me, I'm kind of excited about day-to-day activities. There was nothing better last night. Quality hockey and the Lakers losing on a second TV. It's just, it just makes for a great night. Looking at LeBron get punked by Bane. And he's just getting mouthed off to and not liking any of it. Oh, it's great. Well, well not a lot more. I've said this before about my my sports love. My joy comes more from the rivals falling than it does from my team winning. I it's Schadenfreude or whatever Schadenfreude or whatever they call that stuff. Schadenfreude. 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 When you watch the Lakers lose, it's so much joy because you know there's so many sad Laker fans, and that's just a wonderful thing. And when your Steelers or your Suns or your, you know, whatever your team is, win, it's nice. But there's nothing that makes me happier than crying Patriots, crying Ravens, crying, crying 49ers. Lakers, crying 49ers for you. That doesn't bother me at all. I got zero there, but everybody's got somebody. Crying Packers, which you love crying Packers, but no. most of the time they're looking at you yeah. with Aaron Rodgers saying, I own you. And there's not anymore. You can't fight back. <laughs> I still own you. Yeah, I still own you is still like, that had to be so painful because I've never had. 
that. Like, that's just well, your, and that was the thing. Drops. Everybody gets all the Bears fans got pissed. And I'm like, he's right. Yeah, yeah. It, the worst part is about? you have to deal yeah. with reality. But there's not much better than sad LeBron James crying Lakers, bitching, crying. When Anthony Davis got elbowed in the head last night and his eye started to bleed, and then that fragile pile of humanity started to swell up, I'm like, I've never been happier in my life than watching them lose. One of them's puffy, like he just got out of a domestic violence situation. I was happy. I was just pure happy. Like, there's very few moments in life where you get pure joy, unencumbered by anything. That was it. And all I thought was, God, I hope Anthony Davis gets into celebrity boxing because he, he has no chin. He can't take a punch. He got one bump to the head, and he swelled up like a puffer fish. It was great. Like he just was on an episode of Slap? Oh, no, because at least he gets slapped twice and slapped. Never, ever is slap over after the first shot. But with Anthony Davis, it is like he's all swollen. It looked like he'd been through t- ten rounds with a real face. He's just faces him. He got hit once. And you have the nerve to mean mug when you do something badass. No, you're not. You get tapped. You swell. You're like a bloated woman. You have salt. You expand. I've got IBS. Yeah, so does his face. You can't have the wrong finger. Just it, it, It's a week's worth of trouble. I'm I spoiled. love it. Love it. So last night was really nice. Tonight, hopefully, more of the same. I know there's a lot of people out there. Uh, I got a guy who emails me all the time. He's His happiness is sad Suns fans. He is a uh, Golden State Warriors fan. Like, I love watching Sad Suns fans. So, you know, everybody has their Mr. Glass. It's looking at you going, you are my enemy. But, boy, there's, I, you know, it's almost universal outside of Lakerland that no matter who you root for, you love seeing sad Lakers. Just love it. Love it. Uh, we talked yesterday about sports with the trans thing and how easy it would be to solve. They did it in Australia. Our trans listener, Aiden, who pops in every once in a while, he's our official voice of the trans community. Mm-hmm. So, John, you know me uh, somewhat. I'm your trans guy listener, Aiden. When I was younger, I played quarterback for my flag football Little League team. I'm sure some fathers were mad, but I had a throwing arm. Even uh, was a starter on a co-ed basketball team for Tempe City in high school. This was before 2010, of course. I wanted to be on the football team or the wrestling team. But did I attempt to join? No. Why? Because it wasn't the time or place. Nowadays, I like what he's saying. These trans today is the, there should be the title. <laughs> ah, these trans today. Nowadays, these trans newbies feel entitled to disrupt the entire system. Uh, I can see where uh, they're coming from trying to challenge or advance it. But I graduated from Hellbrook High School, not exactly the most open city of trans gay folk. I find it entertaining when I hear about trans women or trans men who dominate the opposition sport. If anything, Holmberg... May the survival of the fittest exceed trans guy chief aid. He's basically saying, hey, I was trans when it wasn't cool. I had to fight some real battles out there, and I didn't go running around screaming I should be the quarterback of the football team. I knew my priorities. Can you imagine growing up trans in Holbrook? Ooh, ooh. And then you try to get on the girls' basketball team? Come on. Let's hear it for the original trans, the OTs out there who had to fight when it was a real fight. Not just when somebody side-eyed you funny and you could sue them and there were lawsuits and people lost their jobs. Old school trans who used to actually get made fun of or knocked around for being a man in a dress. You know, what Trump calls uh, MAGA country. Please. I'm, I'm with the old trans. These new trans, I don't like your approach. I'm with Aiden. I'm old school. I'm old school when it comes to trans. 
Know your role. Soft. That's right. These nutrients, they come in there. You can't even look at them wrong. The next thing you know, half the office is fired. So thank you, Aiden, for kicking in on that and letting us know. The trans community is not represented by one individual. You're all independent, uh, sovereign people of individual thought. The community does not get represented by one homogenized thought process. You're all different, and that's the way it should be. And I like when some trans people admit they hate other trans people. That makes me happy because that's proof they're not thinking monothought. Some trans people are dickheads. Doesn't make me transphobic. It makes me realize that trans person, despite being anything, is a dick no matter what he is, even if he doesn't want his. I wonder if it comes down to the, the story that you're talking about originally from yesterday is that the coach is really upset. Because, like, if I get this guy on my team, we're yeah. winning states. Oh. Now, if I was the coach of a girls' basketball team and a boy wanted to play, I would go full ladybugs. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, this we got to get this. This is not right here. <laughs> this six foot six inch, 221 pound lady needs to be on our team. Immediately. Every one of those girls are getting the crotch dunk. Three hand Tom. Leaping over him. Ouch! <laughs> Melissa hit me in the head with her balls when she jumped over me. Again. I got it. This has to stop, coach. It's clear she's different. She's not different. We're all equal. She scored 44 points last night in high school. We had 48 points. I'm tired of it. You can't see me. Ow! My balls! <laughs> anyway, thank you, Aiden. You're right. Growing up in Holbrook had to be rough. He fought the real battle and came out a better person on the other end. Growing up in Holbrook, period. Growing up in Holbrook, and imagine that. Growing up in Holbrook and hating your own genitals. That's a, that's a double curse. You're not fitting in at all. you got to learn how to adapt to society, not the other way around. And he's done it. And that's, the, that's what people are angry about. Everybody in society has to adapt to people. Huh? You adapt to society. I had to do it. You have to do it. Like tonight, when I go to $10 Sons Night, I'm not going to go in there and tell them my way. I'm going to go in there and eyeball it and adapt to that. And if I don't like it, I'm going to run for my life. So I'm assuming I'll be there for about eight minutes. You're going to shank with a spork. I'm, I'm, you. I'm running from spork people. If I see a spork, I might be triggered. <laughs> Ooh, there's that guy Brett was talking about. You want a bite of these? No, spork man. <laughs> don't threaten my family. What? Uh, have you seen what they're doing in New Mexico with dead birds? No. That's, that's a weird transition. Yeah, it is. Now, first off, there's lots of birds in the world, but the question's always been, what No, are there's it? not. I know. That's the only time I'm no, with the bird not. people. The <laughs> birds aren't real people. The only time I might be with them is, where are all the dead ones? Coyotes. Can't be that many coyotes. There's more birds than our coyotes. I see hummingbirds in my backyard. I never see a dead bird. I have... Insects will... Okay, insects too, aren't fast enough that I wouldn't see dead birds. It's, yeah, they're around for a week or two. I watched get, one drop out of the sky. they get carted off into a hole. Right. But I have lovebirds in my backyard. I've got this beautiful pigeon. That is the only one I haven't chased off. He's got a white head, and he sits on the top step of my pool. The coolest pigeon I've ever seen in my... And he looks at me like, what's up? Like he, gives, he gives me a look. Fearless. I'll walk out. He is... He doesn't care, and he lives in a palm tree. He's... I've hosed out all my palm trees. Beautiful the palm trees I have. The, the pigeons started to kind of ruin them, so I just and they were taking human sized dumps in my backyard. So I'd take a hose out there and I'd fill the hole in the palm tree that they'd made. I'd just hold the hose as long as it's like fifteen, eighteen feet up, and I'd hold the hose on the hole, and then they'd come out angry, like they're in there, like God damn it. So the one he just kind of caught, like he we we made a deal, me and this white headed pigeon. 
Guys made a deal? Yeah. Oh, okay. He carved out an edge, but he didn't make a hole. So he just kind of sits in it. Like, he sees me, I see him. He's not hiding inside there. He's not making big messes. He's not pooping everywhere. And I'm like, I'm leaving him. I like him. He's got this beautiful black body. He's like he's in a tuxedo. All the other gray ones I can't stand. So I've hosed them out. They're gone. The white one stands there and walks around the back. The dogs aren't. He doesn't care. Dogs leave him alone. He's looking. He's like one of our pets. Sit, and I'll sit there and I'll be outside and I look over and I hear boop. I just look over and there's a pigeon in the pool. He's looking at me like, sup, man? <laughs> You're taking the dip. <laughs> You're the coolest pigeon in the world. Now, of all those other pigeons that were there, you'd assume eventually there'd be an abuela pigeon that just drops dead and I find it in the backyard. Every time I find a dead bird in my backyard, it's because one of the dogs ate it. It isn't because it died first. So dead birds are in, the, in New York. They just don't like have heart attacks and like you just in the pile of pigeons at the park. There's one just is suffering and then dies. It doesn't happen. New Mexico has been finding them, putting servos in them, making them drones. It's real. Like so, New Mexico like is story taking a couple of years ago where the lady made a drone out of her cat. Kind of, but they're but this is so for like, almost like. They're taxidermied? they're taxidermied and then given a little bit of flexibility in the wings and they're making them drones. So now you can't, like, it looks like a bird. It's a stiff bird. <laughs> it's yeah. not doing a lot of actual real cool bird stuff. But it's uh, it's fairly fascinating because they're just, they're giving dead birds new life, basically, for research. And I don't know what they're researching with it. What okay. else would you, you just spy with it, right? Yeah. That's the only possible. That's, that's what it looks like on the that's ground. Put, show yeah. it in the air. Like if they got a video of it, you'll see it in the air. It's really weird to watch because it's it's flapping. I don't know. You'd have to be looking for it to notice a difference. You know, that's a pretty good. It's flap. pretty good flap. But I mean, you'd have to you'd have to be like, hey, I'm looking for drones. I think that one's different than the others. They get a little stiff. It's almost yeah, like but only bird nerds are going to know. <laughs> right, going to really look into. Look at that. that. You wouldn't know. So it's, uh, they're equipped with like little, so they're finding these dead birds and then they're taxiderming them and making them drones. But it, it, the story never really says why. They say research programs to get in with birds to, no. So they can research the birds, yeah. They research birds. birds. And dead birds and make them as a drone. And the only thing that we need to provide Middle Eastern them to guy. make them alive mm-hmm. is to basically. <laughs> Design an actuation mechanism, put in their body, and everything is there. So yeah, we do reverse engineering. We'll calculate what has been the weight of We're the We're going to find out what it was alive, so much more about grouse. Hey, look, <laughs> call me crazy. They got five of them right yeah. in a row. Oh, create man. Something similar. Call me names. Say I'm old-fashioned, but I don't like that accent saying we've invented a new system of flight. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we got Wait. something you won't recognize, and it's flying around all the time. You see what it says there? Uh-uh. The aim is for the drones to blend in with a flock right. of living right. birds. And why would that like be? Frank is going to be like, what? Yeah, hey, this bird's making a lot what's more noise than on? me. Hey, uh, Steve, what's with all the buzzing? <laughs> Steve doesn't talk. Steve doesn't communicate. Tip, tip. What's with all the mute birds we've gotten right. in the community lately? And they land and go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, landing is great. If they're going to be part of a flock... Yeah, it's in that land. flock and they they see an eagle or a yeah. predator coming out. Yeah. Unload the drone. But the other birds, like all the other birds, are going, oh, we're going to take off here. I saw some uh, ground squirrel. We're going to go... Are you ready to go? And then Steve starts... <laughs> like, Steve, you're... You fly different than all of us. Like, the birds aren't going to. This is for bombing. 
Did you hear that? We can make a little birds and make a blend with other birds. I don't like the accent. I don't like the technology. These are real birds. You're like, look at that beautiful love bird. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, oh, Jesus Christ. We're getting duped. Like, you don't take birds and make them phoning and then have a guy tell you, we're doing it for research. No, you're not. You're doing it for bad guy stuff. This is what an evil villain would do. <laughs> evil villains pick up carcasses and reanimate them for research. That's okay. a beautiful That's a flying bond. V of That's geese a- coming right at yeah. you. <laughs> Listen to that. Their flaps are so uniform. <laughs> it's, it's almost like a pickup truck. Come on, John. You don't see dead birds in Phoenix because the homeless people are eating them. Maybe that's true. But you'd think you'd see one just tumble Swab. out of the sky or off of, fall out of a tree. They have to die. There's so many of them. You'd think, they'd, you'd think the floors would be littered with birds and like, yeah, they die a lot too. That's the circle of life. Like a few hundred people die every day. And a few hundred people are born. It's got to be the same with birds. Oh, my God, John. You're right. Airport cops ain't paying any bird on the tarmac any right. mind. Right. <laughs> and you get this guy. Hello. My name's Mahmoud. And we've invented the drone birds. I'm like, this is a terrible thing. And I'm not. You, you always tell me, see something, say something. That. <laughs> I know it makes me a bigot, but that. I'll tell you one thing that would be handy on the drone bird if you made it uh you know, a drone falcon or a drone hawk. Yeah. It, pigeons hanging out at your oh, place. Oh, sure. They get rid of your pigeons. Sure. They're that's how they're going to sell it to dummies. Yeah. But. yeah. There's all sorts of angles they could take. <laughs> this guy says, as a pool guy, I'd let John know. I see dead birds all the time. You flat earth weirdo. Frogs are gay. <laughs> yeah, well, I know it sounds like a conspiracy, but I don't. I'm, look, I'm not digging around. He's to, questioning New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm questioning where the dead birds go, and it makes me wonder if birds are real. And now I see one or birds two on aren't. every walk. Oh, I see. Well, you yeah. don't see them like though. Yeah, like, but, like but you wonder. You think a lot more would drop down, like on golf courses. Window strikes. Hundred. That's the only time I see them is when they make mistakes, like like crash course evil Knievel birds. We're on the golf course. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of birds. Never a dead one. If there is, it's got hit by a golf ball. No, you don't just see all the other birds gather around going, what was his time? I don't know. They go hide? Do they die? In, I don't know how they do it. But they're doing a good job of keeping it clean. i got to tell them that. But now New Mexico, from the Albuquerque Research Center. It's like, we make these uh, lovely fake dead birds. Why? What for? Research for other birds. I'm like, no, we can research the real living birds without a fake one. I love New Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico, they, they remind me of home. Yeah, it looks a lot like where you're from. I know you're making me a big. You're making me the bigot. I didn't do this. All these exchange students. Look, I'm bald, white, and I don't walk around in jack boots for a reason. They may look good on me, but I know what people think when they see it. Middle Eastern guy inventing air travel. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that out loud. I come up with new way to take dead bird and make it uh, flight again. Uh, no. Blend in with flock. No, 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 no. I'm not going to use it for bad. <laughs> okay. Well, then you don't need to do it at all. I want to learn more about birds. You guys know enough about birds. <laughs> we need to expand the wingspan because of a b- bigger <laughs> payload. You need more fuel. The bird doesn't need any fuel. It's dead. Bury it. You're done here. We've also decided that we're bringing back Dodo. We're going to teach it to fly. I'm look. You're making me think it. What is this uh, C4 Eagle? Yeah, 
I wasn't thinking this before I saw the video, so it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm not supposed to think that way, but guess what? We all do. If you saw a dude, you know, talking about that kind of stuff, and he's like, mm, in Afghanistan, they're inventing, they're taking the dead birds and they're making them fly again. Yeah, that's up to no good. I don't trust it at all, but when I saw who was doing it, I'm like, okay. What's the angle here to investigate flocks of birds? We know all we need to know about birds. Now we've got bomb birds and (laughs) robocops. Last last I heard, drones for enthusiasts turned into like Obama had 407 million kills with drones. I'm like, we use drones for bad. Now you can make them look like, you know, now they can blend in with everything else we see in the daytime. Terrible idea. Let's make birds uh, mechanical so nobody notices. Any objections? One. Oh, bigot. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure no bad guys are going to get a hold of this. Okay, hold on. You're telling me Despicable Me is real? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Somebody saw Despicable Me and went, that is a great idea. <laughs> Phony birds that you can use for payload drops. I'm sure no one has bad intentions with that. What's the lesson today? Uh, if you find that bird, bring it to me. Oh, God. Man, he's going to give me an F if I don't do it, so I better get some dead birds to that guy. It poops acid. <laughs> Look at it. It's, in order to blend with other birds, has to make a feces so it... Uh, it's uh, it's COVID all over the world. Oh, <laughs> great, good idea. That bird just crap ricin all over me and my kids at the park. This bird crap just made a hole all the way through my arm. Chip chip. Great idea. I'm a skeptic, and I'm not afraid to tell you that some things look funny. Again. See something, say something. Remember that guy who didn't tell on his neighbor? Bird strikes on a plane. Oh, yeah, you know. You can fly him right into jets and stuff. And it's going to be worse because they're... You know how you're not allowed to have drones near the airport at all? There's a reason why. They could get stuck in engines or disrupt something. And plus, they could be used as bombs. Now who's going to notice when the flock of birds comes by and you go, one of those isn't real. And he peels off from the V and goes right into the frontier. They're flying in a pattern. It, it, yeah. it says it says Allah. What what is that? <laughs> Allah, a bird. What the f- the f- is going on up there? Why is that over there? Birds there for takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor, we've got a bunch of birds buzzing around the. And they're in a V, and they're they just made okay. They've gone into a formation. Of bin Why did the Valkyries just play? It's been loud in space. Should I turn around? I think it's just birds, sir. Just keep flying. Malaysia Airlines, flight 455. Oh, man. I used a different flight number. (laughs) Anyway, so I looked at that, and I'm like, all right, it's okay to be skeptical of this. We're all talking about, they're all excited about the advancements, and I'm like, "Mm -mm, don't like this. I don't like flying things that aren't real, that blend in with things that are real. It's just going to be, it's bad guy recipe. Recipe for bad guy. It's got to be in that anarchist's handbook somewhere to take a dead animal and make it real and then fly it into somebody's house. And that's where it'll start. Like a bird will just hover in your window while you and your wife are sitting there and 
Oh, isn't that cute? What a bird's watching us make love. There is a God. I'm like, no, that's the neighbor filming us. Honey, he's been around that feeder, but not eating the whole time. I didn't know pigeons had little props on their wings. They don't. That's... Here comes all the rest of them. (laughs) Isn't nature wonderful? We're not looking at nature, honey. That's Al-Qaeda. I think I hear... I think I hear its call. (laughs) Get some! Get some! (laughs) We don't have seagulls in Phoenix. This is bad. I don't, I don't trust that at all. Email me all day. You're a bigot. You're right. I keep my eyes up. My head's on a swivel. That one guy a few years ago, his neighbor was getting all those packages. Like, That's an excessive amount of packages. But he's got a turban, so I ain't saying nothing. Oh, that dude was getting nothing but bombs. <laughs> See something, say something. I don't like this dead bird transformation. I'm with Brady. You don't play God with, with drones. <laughs> They're used for bad things. One thing that was great, though, that came out of here. Did you finish that thing? Yeah. This is the best video I've heard in years. Now, there is an argument to be made that this man didn't handle himself well. But we've all been there, and we all understand it. Uh, Southwest Airlines flight, this brother had had enough. I don't fault this guy. I don't either. I think he could have handled himself better, but his point was made in how come you're telling me to shut up while this baby's crying. Oh, you got the ride of the Valkyries going on the whole time behind it, too. What? No, it's... I think you might have ride of the Valkyries going on. How's that playing? I don't know. You're doing it. It's beautiful. But as a dude on the Southwest Airlines, there's a baby crying the whole flight, and he finally snaps. Is it here? Are you got it? Nope. Still fly the Valkyries. Toledo's been taken over by the drones. <laughs> right, At least on, the I'm song start over. I hope so. Just generally in life or this video? <laughs> Here we go. It's on TMZ. Yeah. You've got more than one thing playing. That's a lot cleaner when I hear it. There's something else going on. I can't understand well, it's it. From the air, it's from the airplane. Because uh-uh, yesterday we could understand it. Now I can't hear it. This is what you said. Anyway, so this dude cussing. This so dude has maybe that lost makes his mind, screaming at the top of his lungs about the baby. And we starts yelling, "I don't yeah. care about that yeah. baby." Yeah. Tell him to shut up. Uh, you're not going he basically calls the baby a mother effer about 12 oh, a times. times. Yeah. And it's, it's hilarious. The best part. Uh, yeah, find the video because that, that, for some reason that sounds really muddled. But the, uh, yeah, it is a complete catastrophe nightmare. Now, he gets escorted off by the police. And his argument was, why am I being told to shut up? And that ba- and the baby is in the background still screaming. And he's not wrong. Like, why don't you tell the parents, like, look, you've got to quiet this baby? Because you can't. So why? when he loses, he starts screaming. He's like, how come I have to be quiet? You're being disruptive. So that mother f- back there. Go tell that baby to shut up. Now his big white wife, angry and sad. Like she's Just miserable. can't say anything. The police escorted the guy off the plane. And she tails along. Yeah, she's just there with her head down, realizing it's not good. Although, we've all been there. We have all thought to her. And and the people filming it are all laughing. Everybody hated it. You feel bad for the people with the crying baby on a plane. But at a certain point, 
You got to figure out a way to muzzle that thing. Because this makes sense to me. This, this, we're you're allowed that. Just that, you're allowed that, that one nightmare flight. Oh, I got lucky just, with Alex and yeah. never cried. Out it's a plane. good thing. But when a baby starts screaming on a plane and it won't for an hour, the airlines have to be lenient on the guy who loses it because he lo- he lost it and it's hilarious. He called. I'm calling the baby a mother <laughs> twice. That's epic, memorable, forever stuff. That's like. Get that man a statue, Steve, because yeah. he's the guy who said what we all wanted to think, or what we were all thinking, what we all wanted to say. But calling a baby a mother is brave publicly, but he does it a couple of times, and he does it loudly. The guy filming it, and kudos to the dude filming it, too, because he's laughing the whole time. And he's got the thing over the shoulder, because the guy just it goes bananas. And he was like, I was asleep, and that mother won't shut up, and I'm the one who has to be quiet. And look, we're going to escort you off the plane. Escort the baby off the plane. There should be the, a fee. The plane, um, you know, that sometimes they used to offer headphones and stuff. They should he said he had his, he headphones, had his headphones on, but he still yeah, got his baby, headphones, the baby was losing its mind. And I feel bad for parents who have a baby oh, that loses its mind. I feel bad for the parents because you're, uh, at that particular time, you're trying everything. Doesn't matter. Head, you, I feel bad for the parents because they had one. Yeah, me too. Man. Here's what I suggest <laughs> all airlines do. Parents are going to hate this. There is a disruption fee. You run the risk that if your baby goes crazy, like I got to pay extra for a third bag. Family class. No, because then it's because they'll screw no, that up. Like he said, it's a tin can. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If you're on the same tube. If loud babies carry, if your baby can't be controlled, and it's noticeable, it's basically like a referee's call on charging or blocking. The steward or stewardess, and I know you're not supposed to call them that anymore, goes over and says, I'm sorry, we're going to fine you. You're getting fined. Make a penalty box. They charge you for everything. Well, that's what I'm saying on the family class. You close off that section. You can't. They charge you for everything on a plane. Mm -hmm. If your baby loses it, there's a a risk of taking a baby on the plane that you're going to get charged an extra couple hundred bucks if it goes nuts. It would keep people from bringing their babies with them. Put a seatbelt in the lavatory. No, and then, uh, this is my way is totally better. No, because because now the, now that's clogged up with crying baby, and now it's muted crying baby. It makes everybody realize, you know what, that baby's crying, and it's miserable for us. But those people just they just got a two hundred and fifty dollars fine. I can live with that. And you know what it would do? Make people think twice about flying with their infants. I don't know where you got to go with the baby. On a plane, ever, unless it's for heart surgery or something for the baby. That's the only time a baby needs to be on a plane. If baby's visiting grandma and grandpa, grandma and grandpa can come to the baby. There should be a, a risk reward factor. Now, if your baby's really good, you don't. You can get a discount. How about that? If you don't get fined, you get an extra forty dollars off your fee. We had we brought a baby and it was perfect. We get a we get a buddy pass or something for like that's great. All these parents would be benadrilling up those kids before they get on the plane, great. which I'm all about. Great, yeah. it keeps all us normals from having to deal with your baby. That's called the Magic Kingdom, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> and the risk on Magic Kingdom performance with Benadryl is that some kids go nuts on Benadryl. They get worse. They, the go, they go the other way. So, Did you ever have the problem, Brady? Those with Kirby, Kirby yeah. on a plane. No, the, usually the time was uh, taken off. Uncomfortable yeah. because of the compression, well, the pressure, but that's the thing. And landing, and other than that, like Rich said, we we're pretty 
fortunate on that side. She was it a, we, we didn't fly too many times. You don't fly mother. with babies. Yeah. That's the thing I'm saying. There's no reason to fly with a baby. A couple ever. times going back for the holidays when she was really young. Ever. Like really young talking and stuff. But if it's a sobbing three-year-old, the parent can stop it. No. If that, it's a sobbing it, it, infant. It, 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 it didn't last Alex long. In, in, yeah. As a lap baby, yeah. probably three times. Oh, for what? Going back home to Montana. Oh, see, now that's you should have flown mom in. That's the. That's but for the, the most part, the if they're looking cranky, back, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that should have been. Usually fall the asleep. They, you know, it's like it's 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, this was 45 like minutes. This is 15 minutes of a crying baby is too much. 45 minutes, which was what this guy complained about. Just make it because they charge you for everything. Just say, hey, you're bringing a baby on there. It didn't pay for a ticket, a lap baby. If it's disruptive, it gets charged a ticket fee. So, are you willing to take that risk? And people will be like, I can't believe you're not going to let me. You're, are you willing to take a risk or not? When Kirby well, started deposit. crying the first time, I, yeah. I stood up and got the flight attendant. This lady can't keep this baby quiet. <laughs> right. I have, you know. If it didn't pay for a ticket and becomes a focal point of the flight, it owes for one ticket. That, I mean, it was tough enough at a restaurant. You, you went out for the first time sure. with the restaurant. Yeah. That's and right. then, uh, yeah. you know, they throw fit. We're not going out. We're just not going to do it. If you're going to charge me for my luggage, you need to charge them to for their luggage. parents for their yeah. luggage. Yeah. And their luggage, my luggage doesn't scream and run yeah. around. My, my luggage doesn't shout. Or put them down there with the luggage. Put a deposit <laughs> down. It. There's the kids section. There you go. Put a deposit's a, deposit a good down. idea. Then you get your deposit. Yeah. And that way, dudes like this guy who loses his mind and he's gone viral on it, he's going to get charged. And it's like, look, we have a system in place. Those right. people had to pay extra money for that. Because one of his arguments in it is, go, did that kid pay for a seat? MFR. Yeah, did that, that, that mother pay for a seat? <laughs> like, that's hilarious. <laughs> He's right. That kid's flying free and wrecking everybody else's deal. This is a solution. A, a penalty for that miserable little STD on your lap that you have to fly somewhere. Babies don't ever need to fly. That's a fact. I, I, you can argue with me all day on that. A baby never needs to fly. Ever. Ever. It's only selfishness that keeps you putting that baby on a plane. And every parent goes in with their fingers crossed. Babies don't need to fly. But we had to see his grandparents. Well, what's wrong with them? They're adults. They could have flown this direction. They didn't have the money. You had the money to fly to them. Give it to them. You could have flown grandma and grandpa out. Yeah, baby doesn't appreciate travel. Doesn't care about where it's been. Never needs to be on a plane. Ever. This kind of makes sense. Airlines charge for everything except screaming babies. They fly yeah. for free. That's right. Screaming <laughs> babies fly free. Unless they scream. This is, as a person who flies a lot and being a mother myself, 100% agree with John. Keep babies and toddlers off planes. You can make the decision to have a child. Uh, you made the decision. Uh, you drive everywhere until they're four or five. Fact. <laughs> this one says Holmberg is an idiot. Yeah, me and my family are going to drive across country to go on vacation. What are you taking a baby on vacation for? Don't appreciate any of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll remember. F- we can fly and just leave the baby at home. Yes, the baby on vacation. You're wrecking your own vacation. You want a baby on the beach for it? Doesn't know. Three, four. There you go. You can start moving that into plane. But babies, they don't need to fly ever. We're taking the baby to uh, Tuscany. For what? We're doing a wine tour. Well, the baby doesn't need to go. You're just... It loves olive oil. Yeah. We really think he's going to enjoy the Tuscan sunsets. It's 
It's a mushed up dumb baby. It's not going to enjoy anything. It likes strained carrots. That's its peak of enjoyment. Baby on a plane. Boy, my world would be so perfect. Oh, 100%. Mm. I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you even carry a baby. Have the nerve to say, I'm getting on a plane with this thing. <laughs> like, you're just. It's tough enough. Um, when you're doing, if you do that lap baby thing, you know, up to two years old. That's they what can I'm talking about. Lap. Having a lap baby is oh. what I'm talking about. The ones that don't pay yeah. for a ticket. How dare you even broach the subject of bringing that on a plane? I'm going to bring it with me. What? Why? It needs to see its grandparents. No, it doesn't. It doesn't know what grandparents are. <laughs> Billy, I humbly disagree. You could call me an idiot all you want. I'm right. And I speak for the masses. Nobody wants to see your baby on a plane. Look at it. Next time you drag your little pile of baby on a plane, watch everybody you walk past on the plane go, oh, no. And fingers crossed they don't sit next to you. (laughs) Got to fold up the baby chair. (laughs) Delaying your flight. The thing's going to scream and yell. Oh, no. The last thing I want to see is mom dipping her finger in some children's medicine and putting it on the kid's lips, too, because now I know, oh, they know they have to drug it, and it might not work. It's, it, it's been heavy in uh, baby on airlines because you got that pitcher that complained about his 22-week-old wife yeah. having to or clean up the— pregnant, not 22-week-old wife. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> Pregnant wife cleaning up the Cheerios and the mess the kid left. And he was a a Toronto Blue Jays pitcher. His wife, 22 weeks pregnant. Or 22-week-old baby. No, 22 weeks pregnant. She had her other two Oh, the other rats were with her. Yeah. The other ones were on the Cheerios. Chucking Cheerios all over the plane, and the plane made him clean it up, and then he wrote, like, some sort of Twitter thing. You can't make us do this. Like, you shouldn't have thrown things all over It was just her traveling, and, uh, yeah, most... Right now, most of the people are like, no, you should clean that Always up. Always clean up the Absolutely. chunks but of But he was saying she's 22 by. weeks pregnant. Well, then he like, should have no. paid for someone to fly with her then. if he could, He's a major right. league ball player, for yeah. Christ's sake. He should be right. concerned about his 7.6 uh, ERA right yeah. now. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's giving up you know, towering home runs. I can understand why he's upset, but your kids are dicks. <laughs> Robert says, when you go on vacation, you kennel your dog. So kennel your kids. There's got to be a place for it. <laughs> We have to take our baby to the Bahamas. Why? We want to be with him. Well, then be with him at home. Why are you subjecting everybody else to this decision? They'll be fine. They'll be down below with the pets. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that <laughs> in the non-compressed the baby section. Day. I'm saying. It would be okay if we could just load them in pens and stuff them under there. But uh, lap babies, you run their $250 fine if they get, if they get mousy. At the discretion of the uh, people on a plane. Like the marshal. It has to be something. Or a vote. A vote by all the people. Like, do you think we should charge them? My hands would go up. My game. My hand would shoot up every time. Here's another idea. Now we get them. Churches have cry rooms. I still think you could have a little area in the plane that would be a cry room. <laughs> yeah, but now you You got, know, maybe like you're you, taking six or eight seats. That has to be a really... Good size soundproof cry room, and you know what that means? We gotta pay extra ticket fees. To, they're gonna be extra claustrophobic to pay for the cry room installations. Now, <laughs> flight's gonna be more expensive for me. It's all babies. It's all their fault. There's one for you. Here's another one. We could take that technology they're doing with them birds, reanimate some of those Sid's kids. Oh. <laughs> See? Immediately, it's bad guy behavior when I do it to people. Birds, it was okay. You, you take a few SIDS babies and make them drones, and all of a sudden, I'm a bad guy. Ooh. 
Yeah. We're using it, the birds for research. <laughs> Larry, Larry's cringing right Let, now. Let's do Sid's babies in. to learn how other babies act. <laughs> See, my point is made. Yo, oh, that's terrible. Why would you? Why are you doing it to birds? I have a ten-month-old. This says, and I resort to staying at home because I have high anxiety and I'm afraid I'll have to choke slam my newborn to keep him quiet and keep people's <laughs> eyes off me. Ryan, you're doing the right thing. That's a good parent. You forego your rights as a human citizen for about 18 months when you have a baby. You can't do normal oh, stuff. There was two or three times that heading into the store and turn it around. Starts, nope, we're not going. We can't go in there. And that's good parenting. That's not subjecting other people to your mistakes noises. And you got this guy's like, I got a 10 month old. I'm not running the risk. Now imagine if there was a tariff on it, if it went nuts. I would have to pay for his ticket. You get a freebie unless it's disruptive. Then you pay full fare. I think that would keep people from bringing those little lumps on there. They'd fight. It's just not right just because I've had a... We were all babies once. Can't people be more accommodating? No, since the beginning of man, people have hated crying babies. It's never going to change. No, we're not going to be accommodating. We hate your baby. You love yours. We love ours. Nobody likes someone else's. Ugh, that dude is, that guy's a hero. I want I want that guy's name, the black guy on the plane that went nuts. <laughs> a hero, finally. On the show. Somebody said it. Did that mother <laughs> pay for a ticket? Because <laughs> I did. <laughs> He's talking about a baby and he called it a mother <laughs> That's gangster. I think I love that guy. I know I do. See, but you know, and Billy. Sir, language. That baby doesn't uh, understand. Baby doesn't understand a thing. John, I'm for one. I'm glad to say I've never taken my kids on a plane. Good parenting. They're 18 and 16 now, and the streak is still going strong. <laughs> Good. Keep them, <laughs> keep them grounded. Let them figure it out. Yeah. Once you can, once it can communicate, and you can tell it like you need to shut up, and it understands. Then it can go like three or four start, but boy, one or two. There's no reason to take that thing anywhere. We, I, I, we did it. Yeah, you were she wrong. She was two. You were wrong, and. uh she was pretty good, but that was over overseas. What, what in the world did you do that? We went to for Christmas. Oh man, that's just a lot of risk. It was. Would you have done Rolled it? Rolled the dice. Would you have done it if there was a chance that you get the full fee for the flight if she's loud? No. Thank you. I rest my case. This is a perfect plan. It keeps babies off. It's like what Trey says: keep your babies off the planes. <laughs> I suck you. No, no, no. We kept her in the Magic Kingdom the whole time. Yeah, you got to drug him up. I don't know, dude. One ticket for our daughter to fly down here from Alaska with our grandson so we can see him versus four tickets for myself, my wife, and our two teenagers to go see them. Quite a price difference there. Then don't take your teenagers. (laughs) They don't care. They don't want to see your new nephew. They'll work that out later. They live in Alaska. They're not that close. Yeah, you're right. You can fly the baby and the daughter down, but she lives in Alaska. You go see her. And by the way, you don't love the baby that much if there's a fee that keeps you away. <laughs> the rest of your family doesn't want to see your right. nephew. <laughs> it's just you. Well, it is just you. But if you're like, geez, that's pretty high price to meet my new my new granddaughter. You don't love that kid very much if there's like a, it's, eh, I'll wait till prices drop. You didn't want to meet him that bad. John, you want to quiet down the other plane? Go the other way around from your fee. 
let the entire plane have a discount if that baby disrupts the flight. That's a good idea. Then things will get taken care of when these planes have to start giving refunds to the entire plane. Oh, yeah. No, you'll see some people stuffing babies in boxes. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Too expensive to meet my grandkid. That's nuts. Hmm. You don't love that kid at all. Hey, you know what, John? Too pricey to meet him. I'll wait. I'll wait until the prices fall. I love that. You know what, John? In 20-odd years listening to you, I'm really starting to think you don't like kids. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a thing. It's not a good thing. I don't mind them. What I don't like is that people have let them go nuts. I like a kid well-corralled and well-trained, like a puppy. I don't like a dog that's going nuts either. Got to train it. I don't forgive. I don't suffer the noises and go, well, it's just a baby. Well, it shouldn't be here on this plane. (laughs) Where are you taking it? This is a great, this is the best text we've gotten in years. It says, take it from me. Babies ruin vacations. Signed, Casey Anthony. Boy, is she ever right. Thank you, Miss Anthony. That that lady gets child rearing. (laughs) She should write a book. I'm just saying. I, I, you, you'd have a hard time explaining to almost everybody why a baby needs to go on vacation. What's he taking a vacation from? Was he all stressed out? You should take a vacation from him. I get that. But bringing him with? Nah, that doesn't make any sense. Kirby will never forget the Vatican. Oh, she already has. Was she, how old was she at the Vatican? Two. Uh, that's ridiculous. You wasted a lot of time and effort on that. And you made everybody uncomfortable. Like, all right, we, we're on this kid's time. Two, John, I really like your idea, but I'm a bit of a menace, and the menace in me wants to just front the money you're talking about for the fee to begin with, and then let <laughs> let, let my fly. kid scream with no sleep and yeah. its head off the entire flight, let just so everyone fly. can suffer. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And to the frugal grandpa that doesn't want to meet his grandma that much, going to take his two teen sons or whatever that, that look. When when did you ever want to meet your nephew? Is that a thing? Never. Never. Still don't. <laughs> right, right. I don't really care if I ever yeah. meet a nephew. Who cares? I got a couple nephews. That I think I, I know do, I one do. of them's name. Yeah. I'm not real sure. When they become adults and people, maybe I'll meet them and I'll like them. But right now, I know I won't. You I got nothing in common. I mean, my brother and sister, when they had the kids. Right. They're not. I didn't ask them to come over there. You know, I was a solo. It was easier for me to go over there and get right. it. But if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'd love to meet my new nephews, that's great, but it's going to cost too much. You didn't really want to meet your nephew that yeah. You don't want to meet your family members too much if they give you a bill and you're like, nah, not worth it. It's like the old joke. It's like uh, there's the vet tells you how much the operation for the dog's going to be, and then you start weighing the dog's personality versus the cost. <laughs> it's like, well, is his, is his company worth $1,100? Now, to me, all dogs are worth it, but some people have to weigh whether or not the love and compassion of that animal being in the house is worth taking a twelve or $1,500 hit for a throat surgery. Some people make a different decision. Same thing with your kids. I like my plans. I should run an airline. First things first, no drone birds. Then the airline thing, we'll, we'll focus on the other stuff. I'd have a perfect plane. Oh, it's called JSX. That's it's actually the perfect airline. It's called JSX. Cities. That's right. There's never been a baby on a JSX flight because those people know better. They were raised right.
726. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Bert? Uh, wake up song time. And of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. If you want to get up early this weekend, unlike some of us, and hit the trails, <laughs> <are you> <laughs> head on over to Action Ride Shop. They're going to set you up with the right bike, the right gear. And if you already got that bike and gear, well, head on over there. They got the best wrenches in town to maintain that bike. So actionrideshop.com as well as check them out on all socials and go catch up with the boys on over there at Gilbert Road and Southern. Got this email that says, Holmberg is so right here, I don't even want to hear an argument. I've left my kid at home for over 50 years now. Yeah, Signed Toledo's yeah, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We know he's coming in. Be more like Toledo's dad when it comes to the baby. Take him nowhere. <laughs> On the list, uh, Pantera, White Zombie, Metallica, uh, Slipknot Primus, Hell Yeah, Mastodon, High on Fire, Falling in Reverse, Skinny Puppy, Godsmack. Uh, Stain released a new song yesterday. Danko Jones released a new song last week. So, ooh, Danko, huh? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Danko's Danko. good. Is uh, Stain's new one good? Go it, it's heavy again. It's Is not it? A, it's not a ballad. I'll let you choose which one you want to hear the new one. Screw that guy. I'll, yeah. Okay. Toledo <laughs> hates. Danko. You know what? Because of the behavior with our station, Aaron Lewis has displayed during yeah. interviews for you. Yep. Multiple times. The worst part is I like their music. I like him too, but dick. he was just horrible yeah, to you guys. He's a horrible like person. The, and, and I don't know what he'd done to Toledo, but Toledo's just on the side of, of, of Brett, I think, yeah. on this one. And I'm with you. Team he's mentality. Just, he's just a dick. Yeah. He was, yeah. And he had to experience it mm-hmm. trying to be nice to him in an interview, and the guy couldn't want anything to do with it. So we'll go right to Danko Jones, who has always right. been great to radio people. <laughs> What's it called? Guess who's back? Back again. Good, good, good. I got it if you need it. Okay, All good. Right. All right, we'll do it. Uh, there is an F-bomb. Wait, do I have to just guess? No, I got it. <laughs> I'm up, man, I got you. What you talking about? And it's up front. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it right away. This is, this is actually... Dedicated to the baby. I was going to say, this sounds, like, this sounds like the transcribed thing of what that guy was saying. Yeah. Guess who's back? Me, mother effort. Danko Jones. Loving this. All right, new one. Guess who's back from the great Danko Jones. The, the, the guy who should be more famous than... Oh man, that's a little teaser. All right, we'll do it. Stanko Jones, guess who's back, everybody? It's 98. It's out of control now. It is time for the Brady Report. Before we get to that, though, you're 11 and a half minutes away from the incredible Doug Hopkins $5,000 price guarantee game. Somebody emailed me and said, are you giving $5,000 away every day, resulting in a $25,000? No, calm down. You've made it 10 times better than it is. Well, five times. It's pretty good, though. That would be awesome. Hey, I'll still take five. Oh, yeah. You're one qualifier a day for the big $5,000 grand prize. All the qualifiers are getting tickets to go see us. Up at the U-Fest. That's how that's going to work. And you get you in there and you'd be standing up there on stage going, did I just win five grand for literally doing a whole load of nothing? All you got to do is uh, guess our our price. It's the price guarantee game. Doug never gives away that $5,000 guarantee because he's always right. He's never moved the price on his offer. If he does, he'll give you five grand. He doesn't. That's how solid his offer is. So I told him, like, if you don't give it away for that because you're always right, give it to us. And he did. So Doug Hopkins five thousand dollar giveaway happening at UFest on the sixth of May, and we will qualify you in about ten minutes. So get ready for that. In the meantime, it's time for all the news Brady gives you. It's called the Brady Report and is brought to you by our friends and Brady's friends at Hooters. 
pictures online. Big day know, yesterday. Big very day. Very strange. Andy it Reed, was something. Andy Reid posed with the ladies. <laughs> and it's just, I'm still, I, look, I'm not against it. I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. But when I see the pictures, I'm like, what exactly is Hooters trying to say here? <laughs> Why is he there? They don't use the photos for anything, but I guess it's just so we talk about it. Their calendar shoot was yesterday, and somehow or another, Brady's part of it. Uh, you going to make out? it this year? No, he's We not. went to last year's. Did you and, see you the know. pictures? He's not getting in any calendar. It's just, it's a, I think it's. I, I did a couple of poses this year. Um, no, I don't want to see those. No, you don't <laughs> want to see them. The, I think the deal is that it makes the regulars feel like the girls always hang out with people that look they like that. They feel them. prettier. Well, no, 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 not the oh, regular wow. girls. I'm saying the regulars at Hooters feel like the girls actually spend time outside of Hooters hanging out with dudes that look like them. I think you represent hope for the Hooters regular that someday average Joe is going to be poolside with the Hooters girls. Because, look, this guy did it. And you mean seen... it's not happening? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course it is. You're saying he's the inspiration for yes. it? Yes. Like a little Scottish in I, you? They think, yes, yes. The guy who said that, well, Brent, mm-hmm. you, like, you got any Scottish in you? And the girl's like, no, you won't some. And then the whole place <laughs> like, all right. I think Seamus is going to bang her. And then it's like, all right, it didn't happen. I think Brady represents, like you said, it's like Chicago. You're the inspiration. You bring meaning to their lives. You're the inspiration. Want to have you near me? I want to have you hear me say, no one needs you more than I. Brady's the inspiration for the Hooters regular. That guy is. They got one more day of shooting today. Are you back? No. Oh, yeah. We're, we're uh-huh. not. What? His modeling career is just getting ridiculous it's between photo shoots oh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, photo shoots. Yesterday, Brady had to leave yeah. early for his next yeah. photo shoot. We had to hurry up. Cray, cray. I, I had to scoot my times around because Brady's times were, it was nuts, the photo shoots Brady had yesterday. <laughs> it just, to me, I struggle with why. There's Brady posing with Cameron. That's the music they're using. You wow. tell me he's not the inspiration for the regular. You got porn music, Brady and Cameron posing under. Why are you making that not the umbrella? That's not me. That's Steve Kime. That's <laughs> Andy Reid's <laughs> older brother. I I struggle to explain yeah, good to people poses. why you're there. I don't. I've been coached. <laughs> I don't like it because I have to see it. <laughs> I feel bad for the girls. Maybe get some just... longer shorts next year. No, no, no. I like I like what Brady's doing. Really? Like yeah. I'm struggling with a lot of what's going on, but I really Man. like what Brady's doing here. <laughs> I just don't know Hooters angle. You like the neoprene Look, showing down the thigh? Listen to this. I pulled the shirts shorts up for that. Yeah. Later. Outside of just making dudes think they've got a chance, I don't know what Hooters is doing. <laughs> Man, like they, like the, there are hot Hooters girls in bikinis in a beautiful setting, fawning over that guy. If you're wondering what we're talking about, go to the 98 KUPD Instagram page. It's right yeah. there. It's all designed to make those dudes feel like these girls actually like like men, like us. <laughs> His agent, He'll Wintermeyer, is really putting right. in work. I mean, <laughs> yeah. look at this. Wintermeyer. Was Wintermeyer go. there? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know he was. I don't know how Wintermeyer peeled himself from an actual Hooters to go to this. But I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at the pictures, especially the one you in the Shays Lounge and all the girls around you. And I'm like, this is, for the, this is for the bar people. Look, there's another one. And they have to, they're smiling, but it's that. I'm going to guess you're not making the camera because you don't look at the camera. Right. The uh, yeah. calendar because you I, don't I, look at the camera. I think in this photo I'm looking at of Brady and three Hooters girls dead-eye smiling at me that if they could, 
blink in Morse code, they would do. <laughs> right. Help me. Save yeah, me. Save us. We're not sure why he's here either. Because there's nothing stranger about him. A middle-aged man at a Hooters bikini shoot, and he's in it. Which one of these things? Yeah, no, it just doesn't belong, but at the same time... One of time, these things is not like the I other. like the angle. <laughs> I like the angle of making the guys in the Hooters see this you and think, be there. yeah, it could be me. It's, wow, what a life. I think you've hit on something. I didn't think yeah. of it in that... Uh, well, because I, I had to contemplate why Andy Reid was with the Hooters girls yesterday. <laughs> First comment. <laughs> no, the, the real Andy Reid would make sense. Why a duplicate Andy Reid is just poolside with Hooters girls? I, I, I was like, what's the angle? And then that's the best I could do. Is like, oh, the guys at the bar think if he can do it, I can do it. First comment. How many times did you show them all your pride and joy? Yeah, did you do that? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a <laughs> big hit. They know what cleaning supplies from the seventies are. Anyway. If they only knew what a CPAP stud is sitting right next <laughs> right. to Right, yeah, strap them up with a CPAP. I'll, I'll bring it next time. Yeah, let's really make those guys feel at home. Like, you're suffocating. I should have done that in the, yeah. in the chaise lounge. You're suffocating under your own weight, and you have to have apparatuses keep you alive. But these girls still will hold an umbrella so you don't get sunburned. <laughs> it just, it strikes me as a, there's something to it. But I really like what's going on there. And at the same time. Wildly uncomfortable with it. <laughs> it's just a, it just screams me too. It just it's, it takes me right back to 2019. There should be a hashtag me too in front of that. You think you're confused? Oh, I know. I can't imagine what you're going through. What do you need me here for? Just stand next to the girls. Okay. <laughs> you're a perfect display of I everything like I I never want to be. And all those guys at the Hooters bar are going to look at you as their hero, and they'll keep coming back. But he's standing with Brittany. Uh, I look as good as that guy. Maybe she'll swim with me. <laughs> then again, that, maybe not. But she's not going <laughs> to. But it, it's, look. Hope is a dangerous thing, Andy Dufresne. You're giving them hope. So they show up again and have a couple more beers and Brittany's like, Hey, Anna, how are you? I, I seen you on the Instagrams. <laughs> you was with that fella. Yeah. He ain't that great looking. No, he's a nice man, though. I'm just looking for a nice guy. I'm one of them. I got a pool. It's above ground. But that's yeah, you got to climb into it, but you want to you come over and hold an umbrella for me? You want to watch 88 race this weekend with me? <laughs> I, I noticed he had ingrown hairs on his inner thighs. I, I got them, too. You want to come help me pop them? Oh. <laughs> Seems like she's into that. What can I get you, dog? I just love you, Brittany. I want to make you my wife. But anyway, you can check all that out. It's just very uncomfortable. Thanks, Hooters. For making a lot more questions than I had starting yesterday. Uh, and this Saturday, you can head to Hooters Metro and hang out with your favorite Hooters girl seat, just like Brady did. During Wings and Wheels, they got a car show going on there. If it's not enough uh, to convince you to get out there, Davis and Garcia are fighting on Saturday. Oh, good fight. Uh, and they're not charging you to get in there. Hooters does it best. It's live at all their locations. And if you want to go see that Saturday with no cover, hop right in there. Davis Garcia fight. Going to be uh, at all the Hooters for you to enjoy. Car show at Metro Center. Brady will be hanging out with you. Poolside. He can introduce you to his lady friends. Rolling in my dubs. I love it. I think it's great. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy 420. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's already made babies on a plane. The poster with Sam Jack. <laughs> Cry again. I dare yeah. you. I double dare yeah. you, mother. Can't get <laughs> these mother babies off this mother plane. I would watch that movie ten All times right. over. Americans spent 
about uh, thirty billion on legal weed products last year. That's up from twelve billion the year before. Oh yeah, it's four twenty. The thirty billion last year was more than we spent on chocolate. Eighteen billion. Which you think our promo and craft beer, eight billion. So they're in for <laughs> yeah. about twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know what twenty percent is, but what he's That's saying. <laughs> Uh, 420. It's the beer 30 of the weed people. And speaking of 420, look out our window right now. It's walking towards us. There's a dude without a shirt in our parking lot strutting. (laughs) Are street fights back again? Is this a challenge fight? Bum fights are back. back? Did he just take on the two ladies behind him? Or <laughs> That's that? his quarter. Well, I think cut, he's cut taken them and... on before. Yeah, she's got a five-gallon Home Depot bucket, maybe full of uh, ice water. And... But he's, sure he's, he's going for his challenge. He's throwing punches in the air. He's shadow boxing right now. This dude's going to fight someone. Shirtless, walking through a parking lot with a couple of cut. He's got Almost a cut, with man. with uh, Conor McGregor. He's got a little swag. Yeah. He does have the... Yeah, he's got a little swag going. Well, if you were into bum fights, evidently a spontaneous one's about to happen on 50 seconds. Yes. We can't oh, see. Oh. There we go. Is it happening in the parking lot? That's a music thing. Oh, you got it? Oh, he just stopped her. Hang on. Is he hitting her? We got DV outside? <laughs> Grabbed her by the arm for a second. She's got a bucket of chlorine. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Gonna, that's a bomb. She's yelling him, get the quail, get the quail. Is that the world's most confident pool man? Man, what is going on? What is happening? I watch all my jobs. It's a new challenge. Carry my chlorine, bitch. I got to go topless for a little Battling while. Battling pool man. I don't know what that was. That is the strangest interruption to a parking lot I've seen in years. Sorry. I'm taking on the guy that's uh, servicing the Medina complex. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> i got to take over this apartment complex the hard way. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got us a pool man battle. I want to watch what happens. i got to see how that ends. I've never seen a more confident homeless in my life. Man. I watched him take his shirt off and start walking towards him. Like, he's coming for us. And then his two lady friends, because he's like Tony Orlando and Dawn of cool, <laughs> just walking towards him with a bucket of chlorine. <laughs> Keep an eye on my car. They got a little too close for me. No, they're, they're past. You know, who, you know where they're going to be tonight? Suns Arena watching that game. $10 people. Ooh. They got their sporks already, got, man. You think they got 30 bucks between the three? No, I think he's no, going. That's why they got that going. bucket. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to clean go, some stuff. Get a couple bucks. And then uh, I bet you there's going to be some shirtless people at the arena tonight. Oh, man. Uh, some things going on in 420. Police Department in Pennsylvania Pennsylvania is offering a free bag of Doritos to anyone who brings their pot in to have it tested. For what? Recreational use uh, still illegal in PA. Mm. Yeah, it's a sting. Yeah, that's a sting operation. Yeah, you bring a bag of Doritos. Oh, if you turn in your dealer, you get a family size bag. Oh. Well, you show up with your pot to have it tested for what? To see if it's pot? <laughs> yeah, to, to see, see if, if you're elite. Maybe it's laced with something or, no. you know, whatever. But it, I don't understand that It worked all. last year. A couple of people did it. Huh. All right. Dogecoin fans Come on, bro, are hoping to see period. a bump in price today. 420 is also Doge Day. Okay. So they're hoping Elon Musk tweets something to make the price bump. jump. Oh, 420 people. How embarrassing for you. It would be if, like, May 30th was, like, a big deal for Beer 30. It actually dropped around 420 last year. Um, there's some 420 food deals. 
Jack in the Box brought back its Pineapple Express milkshake. Del Taco has eight tacos for four twenty. Smash Burger has four burgers for twenty bucks. I get it that the food places are getting involved. Just weedies need to calm down about their weed. Your high is very average. Then when you come down after your high, got a day or two to recover, and then you got Earth Day. That's right. It's on Saturday. Here are the top five questions we're Googling about Earth Day. When is Earth Day? You just said. What is Earth yeah. Day? <laughs> when was the first Earth, Earth Day? Yeah. 53 years ago on oh, April 22nd. I disagree. I think it was millions of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this will be the 54th time it's been celebrated. Why is Earth Day important? To help raise awareness for environmental causes. Check out EarthDay.org. Why was Earth Day created? Before 1970, there basically the were no laws protecting the environment. Factories could right. pump out as much smoke as they wanted. They can dump spew all the filth they want. Yeah. Right. Who started Earth Day? Al Gore. A senator in Wisconsin named Gaylord Nelson. But a college kid named Dennis Hayes gets credit, too, for coordinating it. He got 2,000 students to get together to help clean up. Didn't Dennis Hayes play Serrano yep. in the Major League? Yep. Yeah. Haysbert. Hats for oh, back. Haysbert. You're right. Oh, it's Haysbert. right. You're Darn right. it. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, it's a, 8 o'clock. Give me the thing. It's time right. for the Doug Hopkins price, line, uh, price time price game. Price Not time. Price line. Price line. Price line. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Ooh. It's another one. This is from Las Glorias Grill. I don't understand why DoorDash receipt would have to include the words to go next to the chips and salsa. <laughs> of course it's to go. It's a DoorDash. No now? No, we're going to have it. No, no now. That's a one order of chips and salsa to go, which means they charge you for it. One nachos supreme with shredded chicken. One enchiladas Jalisco cheese. The Dasher tip was seven dollars. Paid a little extra this time for the express fee, two ninety nine. What does that mean? And they just they don't make a stop before your stop. Your oh. priority first. Service fee was five sixty. Delivery fee was a buck. So six sixty in fees. Express fee another three. So nine sixty and seven for uh, the tip. So sixteen dollars and sixty cents added. Then tax added. Man, that's a lot. I overdid it. Chips and salsa, one nachos supreme, one enchiladas Jalisco with cheese, Las Glorias Grill. Those are the only three items? I thought there was one more. No, that's it. This is mine. <laughs> how, would you, how do you know <laughs> my receipts? <laughs> you wanted another thing? You're angry at the three things. On, how do you not have more on there? This was plenty. You're eating light. This, this is the right, no, I'm eating like a human your, being. Your yeah. On yeah. <laughs> I'm eating plenty good for, this is enough for two people. Chips and salsa, nacho supreme shredded chicken, enchiladas Jalisco. I gave you that there's 18 or 19 bucks in fees. Brady, what's your guess? 4350. Okay, Brady is within $11 either way. Ooh, either I'm too much or too little. Brett? 5873. All right, Brett is within $8 either way. Don't look at me. I'm not. I'm not you know, you're not game. allowed to guess. Jesus. <laughs> so between what did you say? Yours was forty three fifty. Forty three fifty eight seventy eight. 
I'll give you that. 43 and 58. All you got to do is text what you think the price was after all fees and services. Get it exactly right, and you're qualified to win uh, today's drawing, and then get in on that $5,000 Doug Hopkins price guarantee. Uh, the price only needs to be in number form, no dollar signs. You have to have a decimal point. So dot, dot, decimal point, dot, dot. It's, that's it. Somewhere between 43 and 58 bucks. You need to text 97936. Las Glorias Grill is the menu you're looking up to try to do the math. Unless you just want to throw out a guess like Brady did, like Brett did. And they weren't too far off, but you can whittle in from their parameters. Brady said it a little bit one way. Brett said it a little bit the other. Somewhere between the two. Good luck to all of you. 97936 is the text. Begin texting now. You'll be prompted if you get it right. Back to the Brady Report. Cops in Mesa, Arizona arrested a 20-year-old guy named Jeremiah Sykes over the weekend after he walked into a church, got naked, and tried to baptize himself and then punched a cop. Can you do that? Oh, the punch the cop part's a big issue. Someone at the church called around 2.45 p.m., said a naked guy had climbed into their baptism fountain, refused to leave. (laughs) When the police got there, he was wandering around outside, still naked. He was a little over. But with a blanket he apparently got (laughs) from the church. Yeah, if it was a kid, they'd have kept him. Cops <laughs> say he admitted that he stripped down because he wanted to baptize himself. They arrested him for trespassing and indecent exposure. Then once they got him to jail, he took off a sock and threw it at him and then punched a cop in the head, hit another cop in the face. Most of the time, they, the guys in the gowns will go running in. Fellas, naked guy in the pool. And you just hear a whole bunch of little footsteps. <laughs> oh, he's 20. Wrong call church. The, call the police. No, they're all that way, Brady. They're all of them. I don't trust anybody that dresses up people A like former that. city official in Ohio, OH, has been sentenced to five years in prison for taking public money to fund his own roadside zoo. Huh, Brady? He blew more than $300,000 <laughs> on it. Bought a wildebeest, some owls, several other exotic animals, custom-built enclosures, pressure washers, outdoor grills. Oh, there you go, Brady. Where were you that week? Popcorn cart and a snow cone machine. Where were you that week? Not me, bro. Not me, bro. How many times did you visit it before it got closed? Don't know where it is. Don't you wish you did, though? (laughs) Yeah, there's some enclosures available and... There are other what? items, too. That's wow. the takeaway? <laughs> yeah, take away. Yeah, I get a police auction. Go to police auction and buy the zoo material. <laughs> We're starting it. Told you. There are other items, Kirby, too. Our dreams have come true. Your dreams, Bobby. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> he got some hot tubs. Sure. An above-the-ground pool, kayaks, a drum set, a gazebo, a drone, a video game system, tricycles, telescopes. Sounds like an awesome zoo. Even though. a dishwasher. Pleaded guilty to felony corruption, theft, tampering with records, hmm. and a misdemeanor count of dereliction of duty. In addition to serving time, he was also ordered to repay $340,000. Jeez, they take that fake zoo thing pretty serious. We had another burglary a suspect trying to hide from the police. He pretended to be a solar panel. <laughs> It failed. It looks like really? there's a counter. He was just standing there. Shut up, Brad. 
I think I can fool people into thinking I'm a solar panel. <laughs> I dare you, Rudy. Go do it. I'm doing it. Why did I lay on the roof? People won't know nothing. Next thing you know, I'll be inside the house. Did we get solar panels, honey? There's three of them on our roof. <laughs> Sir? He thinks it's working. I Sir, told step you, away from that. I told you this would work. Kirkin thinks he got solar panels. Shut up. <laughs> I'm getting hot. Make a buzz noise. Of course you're getting hot, you a solar panel, man. <laughs> I told him I was a solar panel. Expend all that energy. Now lay down. We're going to be in that house by midnight. Hey, the solar panels are out and walking around the backyard. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think I'm going to call the police on these solar panels. <laughs> when did our solar panels start wearing Jordans? <laughs> what? Uh, solar panel. Solar panel just picked our dog up. Hey, there's something fishy with these solar panels. I don't remember even putting them up, but they're everywhere now. Uh-oh, solar panels' kids are here. Certainly didn't save me money. Oh, they're running away from their kids. Something's wrong with these solar panels. <laughs> Guy thought he could play solar panel. You got Brett in the room? Of course I'm going to go down that road. I bet you $500. I can fool them crackers into thinking I'm a solar panel. You can't do that, Rudy. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> he been laying up there for a week. <laughs> that mother <laughs> did it. God damn, I owe him $500. Solar, pan- solar panels wearing Jordan 3s. <laughs> Take your shoes off, Rudy. We can see it. <laughs> That's all right. For five years, the solar panel <laughs> has been robbing dead. houses. <laughs> Pretty sure it was Ted's solar panels that did it. I'm almost positive I saw Ted's solar panels wandering around the streets the other day. Then he went to my house. It's on my ring camera. So the solar panel came over. Uh. <laughs> he can't be a solar panel. What does this dude look like? That's the craziest attempt at disguise I've ever heard of. The, the picture is blocked out, ah. but it looks like a little counters there and then they point it's got the circle with red air there he is right there <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever heard Rudy got a plan <laughs> this top ultra marathon runner <laughs> all it took was one glance at your dumbass too with a big smile I know what happened <laughs> this top ultra marathon runner who was disqualified from a race because you're using a car she uh, her leg started hurting midway, yeah. and um, basically a friend uh, was following her, picked her up. Yep, drove her two miles. This happens every once in a while. And she was basically saying, <laughs> "We were right." There's yeah. the solar panel. That's <laughs> <laughs> the most opaque human being I've ever seen. <laughs> he just lay there with the other plunged right in. <laughs> it's funny now because it's true. <laughs> Nothing to see here. You can get down now. We see you, Rudy. You don't see nothing. No, no. Solar panels don't fight back, Rudy. We know that now. Now we know that. It took us a while. We figured it out, Rudy. Get off the roof. Hey, mate, Rudy. You're keeping me down. Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. There's three of them. We thought it was just Rudy. So this lady that cheated in the ultra marathon wasn't really intentionally cheating. According to her story, uh, she's won some of these ultra marathons. She's sure, very she drives decorated. them. Well, it's easy this one, she said, you know, legs started hurting. 
got uh, driven two and a half miles, got out, and uh, her friend talked her into it. Just finish it. Sure. And she said to the officials, they're like, I, she says, I am not, I'm not qualified. out. Just I'm just going to try to finish this race. Well, she gets across the <laughs> finish line. They award her third place. You hand her a trophy. She could have said no right there. Right. But she didn't. That's what the official said. Um, she didn't make any attempt to hand the award back. Yeah. She might have told someone along the way, but once she started getting prizes, like, oh, they don't know. I shouldn't tell. Yeah. Then then she basically, they disqualified, they found out, and gave their Ugh. award to the other lady. That's how much of a lead that she had, though. <laughs> oh, my God. You emailers are horrible people. There's a new uh, I'm not TikTok. checking. There's not a Z in solar panels. I'll just say that you're spelling it wrong. <laughs> I'm not checking mine. <laughs> no, don't. TikTok's newest beauty advice. Is to smear your face and be fat. Agreed. It's uh, from cows, not pigs. Lard is from pigs. Brady's been doing it for years. Beef tallow. It says it gets it helps uh, with acne. Huh. <laughs> I was always told the opposite of rubbing animal fat all over my body. Was are saying that some experts uh, said it might enhance it, but there's a bunch of people that are doing testimonies. Saying, oh, it's worked on my acne. You know what's yeah. funny? I, there was a lady talking on the thing about the how how are criminals using AI to get your kid's voice and stuff to do those ransom calls? And uh, the answer was easy. One of the guys was like a former criminal, but he's like, I know how this works. Even though he's never done AI, it's brand new. He's like, I know how this. You go on and you find out where people are. A lot of times you'll see that the 22-year-old kid's on vacation and they're making a TikTok video. So you just get some sound off of that. And he said, that's how they're getting your kids' voices, and they're doing a the voice recognition. That's how they're getting it. So it's all this stuff you're sharing online, right? First comment the lady said was, yeah, but then my kid wouldn't have TikTok. Like, she was, it was more important to her that the kid had social media than it was that the, bad guys yeah. are using it to potentially make the ransom notes out of take your kids' Take that voice. away from them. No, yeah, I couldn't I'd rather that. take the risk. Yeah, they love dancing. On the, and I bought them a ring light for Christmas. That can't go to waste. But that's how they're getting your kid's voice on this AI thing is that you provide it. You're giving it to them. They're not stealing it. It's available. Well, and then Alex, it's Snapchat is the worst. Facebook, Snapchat, they anywhere all, they're doing it. All you share like, is theirs. They bring up a map and it shows you where all of his buddies are, but it shows where you are. Right. So you can just click on it and like you said, you can see if he's not well, around. The minute they see, you know, like my friend's son is... Uh, going to school over in Europe right now. He's traveling abroad during his... He's studying abroad. It's a semester come. abroad. Right, so he gets the... And he's over in Morocco and stuff, and he's posting pictures all over the place of him not being home. So if they got a call that said, we have your son and he is here and here's the... And, and then Matthew gets on the phone and says, you got to help me, you got to help me. They're going to send money. Like it would be... Yeah. Like, and no parent wouldn't. But how, but they're they're telling parents, here's how they're getting your kid's stuff. And it's all social media. Like, they're, your kids are providing them all the ammo they need. And the lady's first comment was, yeah, but then he wouldn't have TikTok. I mean, what would he do? Oh, no. Yeah, no. Take it away from him. Oh, God, I couldn't do that. A company called Tamworth Distilling just unveiled a new product called Sylvan Mist, which is the world's first wearable perfume gin. Hmm. It's described as a woodsy unisex scent combining violet leaf. Camille flowers, juniper, balsam fir, citrus. Smells like uh, a boreal forest. Boreal. Boreal. Okay. 
fresh cut grass. What kiwi is skin. boreal forest Brady? Like, don't yeah, I don't know. Okay. Oh. Good. What do you know? I don't know what it is. It's kind of like a smaller rainforest. It's uh, like really lush. A baby rainforest. Sure. Little rainforest. Lots of smells. A, a good smelling thing. <laughs> it uh, was created to be drinkable, meaning that you can <laughs> drink your perfume. Yep. Which, by the and way, wear it. you can drink your perfume now also. It's just not good for you. An alternate spritzing your cocktail and your neck. Sorry, wrong. It's a uh, it's a northern, uh, not rainforest isn't the right way to adapt it, but life that's within a frigid temperature year-round. So that it's kind like of the... Forest. Uh, oh. So it's opposite of what you said. Right. It's the yeah. opposite. Forest. So it's no trees. It's just snow. No it's trees, but uh, the, the trees have adapted to... Can't we just say it smells like winter? There you go. Mossy, maybe? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Quit guessing. None of you are right. It's a potent 151 proof. Oh. They suggest spraying it on uh, aviation what? or uh, bee's knees gin. Oh. oh. <laughs> Your pauses, man. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> we all pause. I would just spray it on things that fly. Oh, he wasn't done. That's Ryan Reynolds. We know. Okay. Sylvan Mist. <laughs> that doesn't explain yeah, the, the pause. Yeah, the pause was the rough part. We were struggling with the pause, not so much the gin's owners. It's available for 80 bucks a bottle, starting May 9th. Don't. <laughs> During the game against the Las Vegas Golden Knights on Tuesday night, Winnipeg Jets center Morgan Barron took a skate to the face. I like 100 stitches. 72. Man. Yeah. Wow. He got sliced. I have Before always... the night was over, Ugh. he ended up back in the game. Yeah, because hockey players are so much tougher than basketball and anyone else. Jets won 5-1. to one. Yeah, the dude got sliced. I, I've, I remember that hockey goalie that, that dude skated across the crease and jugular. he went down and it hit his jugular and he just blood just Ugh. poured out of him like it was a pitcher. All right, get him off the ice. Yeah. Game's got to go Yeah, on. they scrubbed it up and finished the game. Let's get to some radio videos. <laughs> Don't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, you're banned. You're banned <laughs> yeah. for the next you're few not. minutes. Because <laughs> you you're reading your emails. Knock it off. No, we're done talking He's to deep you. in solar panels. <laughs> yeah, I know. The solar up. panel jokes are all over Thunder there. Thunderhorse just sent me this. No. <laughs> oh, no. It's a picture. No, 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 no. It's on the email there. Oh, this is This is his video. This is okay because Thunderhorse is a person of color. So do this as Ted Koppel. Ted, good reference there, right? I was right off the bat. <laughs> no, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to read that. Thunderhorse sent it. So. I know, but he can read yeah, it. He can read it. Thunder, it's, not, it's a good excuse to say, well, it's written by a black guy. Exactly. But I'm not going to read it. you got to get President John to call in. Yeah, President John could come and go, hey, Homburg, let me read that. <laughs> First radio video. It's a guy basically getting run over on his motorcycle. Okay. Oh, fun. He's just to the left. And oh, there's a car too close. Up. Oh, he just broke right from behind. Yeah. The car behind him just ran him over. And it's too close right now. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but that person didn't stop either. Wow. No. That's horrible. Yikes. Don't. Yeah, riding motorcycles. I don't get it. Oh, Jesus. A couple gosh. of drinking buddies. A couple of mi- amigos. Just puking all over his friend. Get his arm off yeah. of you first. Oh, he's got his arm around him. I think the only reason I that guy you. is upright is because his friend you, has his arm. 
Does he he knows he's being vomited on? Yeah? A lot of love. That's how bad that bar he smells. It's kicking in at the end. He's like, oh, oh how many times is he gonna puke on his friend's arm? Let him lay down. Take him home. Oh, oh God. Come on. Uh, Enjoy your frappuccino. I don't have a friend I like uh, that much uh, uh, at all. No, n- not at all. You could have cancer treatments and I wouldn't like it. I'd put you down. I don't have family I like that much. I don't have anyone I like that much. You puke on me once. I'm in the shower cleaning up. You're on your own. This is we might have done, this, done one. this one, but this, this is This is that uh, guy showing how fast his boat is. To- oh, Hot Girl's going to flip out of this thing for sure. Oh, he's flying. Somebody's going out. Oh, it's going to... Oh, it's the driver. the pilot. Then the girl. Now the boat's in big trouble. Everybody's floating. They did a <laughs> complete spin. They went full ragdoll, and that dude never once said, I better slow down. I love how he just gets thrown oh, on the floor. It's, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a lot of floating hot girls. But that first guy goes down like a domino. Oh, yeah. Maybe watch the No Wake Zone next time. <laughs> How about when it goes sideways? He goes, I still got it controlled. I'm going to go down there, Chief. Oh! You, oh, I'm dead. I, mean, I died. <laughs> I love the glasses that fly yeah. off, too. That's awesome. Hand it to the pros in the back who stayed seated and in their spot the entire time. I got one here that uh, people are trying to say, we don't know what's going on here. You just got to watch the whole video. The kid so. trying to start a car. Apparently, he might be a little drunk. He's trying to start his car. Has it got sound? Yeah, hang on. Oh, hey. Hey, what are you doing? Hey. Oh, it's already running. It's already running, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. You're going to have to get used to her, huh? Letter Kitty. They're doing it again. Oh, I think he's... And they're letting him drive. And he's yep. taking off. Oh, well, and he right into a fence. Yeah. No, no. It's not go- oh, no. <laughs> Rove right through somebody's yard. That was a, that was kind of on okay. everybody in the video. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't know what. So... Nice catch. Thank you. Go get the truck. Yeah, the whole top of the car is <laughs> Go, get the, Go get the truck. i got to try another car out. <laughs> and the last one I have is, uh, is a uh, little queasy flight landing here. Oh, this plane is sideways, and it's almost on the ground. Oh, my God. No, the wing's going to touch the runway. Oh, I don't like any of this. It's 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 swinging in. It's, <laughs> you haven't even seen the runway yet. <laughs> I know. Is the pilot... There it, is. Ah, there it is. Oh, no, no, no. The runway's sideways. You're sideways. And Don't even try this. The same guy that was point. parking that car. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still whoa, trying to land it? Okay, you got her straight now. Maybe, maybe. Down, 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 no, down, no, down, down, no. down. A little sideways still. Oh, man, that's Ooh. some flying right Welcome there. Welcome to Portugal. <laughs> Sorry, we missed, my, was on that <laughs> we missed Miami by about 800 miles. But welcome to Portugal, folks. I have no idea what I'm doing up here. You might have noticed that landing was a little strange. This is my first day. I'm going to take a nap. All right, Brett. All right, I got no blood and guts today. All but, right. Uh, so You've we'll done enough. a mild today. I've heard that before. Yeah. No, it's it's not. It's, not. it's a girl on a swing. She's too like big for the China. China. Oh, 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 she's yeah. too fat for it. She broke oh. it. Face down. That's Face down. <laughs> what a pig. Look at her. Skinny as can be. Oh, that. I didn't see her head snap. She's, she's never going to walk again. Scorpion swing. <laughs> that girl drinks her Cosmos. Oh, yeah. Blended with food. Yikes. She's not gonna. And then here's uh, just morons doing the blind, blind. What the hell they're doing? As a stick, he's driving into the earth. All right. 
And he's missed it twice. Evidently, the goal is to... Oh, no, there's a guy just standing there. Oh, no, he's blindfolded, you moron. There he goes. This guy's going to die. There's a man with a look. There it is. We all saw it. It was inevitable. (laughs) What is the goal of that game? Is he crushing a can? Yeah, I don't know what he's trying to crush. A puddle of human feces with a stick stuck through the middle of it. And then a guy with another bigger stick trying to mash that stick into the poop water. This is like an Indian pinata. And then a guy comes Indian. over. They're the wrong shade to be Indian. No, the other Indian. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Those kids are there. They're on vacation. Oh. And then he kills Vishnu. <laughs> and this might the reason stop. I say Indian is because of all the feces they're playing. Gotcha. And this might stop that you from a mud uh, yeah. getting up early and going mountain biking this weekend. Okay. Is he mountain biking? There's a cow. Oh, shoot. We missed a window. Oh, there's yeah, a guy riding up behind us. Yeah. Oh, oh, and the bull yeah. has no time for that mountain biker at all. <laughs> stay no, down. He's not stay done. down. Yeah, don't run from it. He's, oh, he's turning on him. Yeah, that keeps me from thinking about going up. Yeah. I'm going to take a different line, guys. I think I got Yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh. You know what that guy's last thought was before that happened? Just a cow. <laughs> you know, he just thought, that's nothing but a cow. Big deal. That's I'll scooch right by him. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Gave him the second going. He's like, yeah. ah, no scratch. Yeah. <laughs> he picked him up. And he goes out to the pasture. Tossed him for one more. Keep your bike away from me, weirdo. Uh, it's 826. There you go. The Doug Hopkins price guarantee game lingers on throughout the hour. We got, uh, we got some good ones today. Some people have been guessing good. All right. Las Glorias Grill. Probably just Glorias. Uh, one order of chips and salsa to go. 49 people in so far. No kidding. One nacho supreme with shredded chicken. One enchiladas Jalisco with cheese. You got $19 in fees, delivery service, express, and the Dasher tip. Uh, from there, you had to guess between Brady's $44, $43, and Brett's 58 Yeah. Somewhere between 43 50 and 58 bucks is the correct price. And if you guess it, we'll uh, put you in there. You'll get a little notice that says, nice job, you guessed it. Now you're qualified to be in the drawing to be one of six people with a chance at 5000 American dollars, courtesy of TV's Doug Hopkins. The TV, uh, TV's Doug Hopkins price guarantee game. One more day tomorrow, we qualify our fifth one after today. And then the sixth one qualifies by listening on the app all next week and this week. Just accumulate time, and we'll draw for those folks as well. Uh, I hope you're not sleepy because Flip Orley's coming in here. And if you are, he's going to hypnotize you and make you run in traffic. That's coming up in just <laughs> moments. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. morning sickness. 98 Stop being awful. And our friend Flip Orley's here, everybody, and he's all official and stuff. He's got smells good. Normally, all dressed up. And Flip comes in here. There's like a, like a rush to something. There's a woman behind him. He's trying to evade. There's police activity. He's in clothes that look like maybe you haven't changed in a couple of days. You can't smells look. Smells of gunpowder. You, you can't look in his car because he's been reloading all night in the back seat. <laughs> I actually pulled out my reloading equipment re- recently. I can't imagine. It's exciting. I can't imagine the days going. I had by to buy the- a table. <laughs> Just to reload? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Flip is here, and it's all official, which is not what I'm used to. I don't have a dining room table. Huh? I don't have a dining room table. You have a table for reloads, but not for food? Yeah. Yeah. The last dining room table went with my uh, fifth wife. She took the table? Yeah, I haven't had a table since 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Or a wife. 
which is a record for both, probably. Yeah. It's been, you know, I've been divorced longer uh, from Station than I was married to her. Well, that's not a high bar. Congratulations. I was going to say, that's like a two-year window either way. <laughs> need to it's, celebrate I've been divorced weekend. from my two-year... Yeah, that was an easy one to pass up. It was four years. Were you married to her for four years? Well, there was two good years. I didn't ask that. <laughs> I, I'm not your therapist. I just wanted... You were married for four solid years. Yeah, I got married uh, June 2014, and she left me in August of 2018. Okay, and you haven't been even flirted with marriage since. I haven't had sex. Stop it. Since, yeah. since her? Well, I mean, you know, manually. Well, I understand how it works. I, I know the male body. You and I, we, we share a similarity. I don't you understand. Have, not only, because you used to marry everybody. Yeah. And now you're not even, you won't even have sex with them. I'm on the wagon. Are you capable? <laughs> you've had to, you've had to cold turkey. Yeah. yeah. So you're off women. He's just um, waiting for the one. Doesn't no, mean you're on men. No, you're I'm off women. I'm, I'm, I'm off humanity. No kidding. You're yeah. done even playing the game. I think I'm done. I think I'm out. No kidding. But yet you want to entertain them. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I do this a lot. I look at women, and, I'm like, and I do the, the fist thing on my chest, and then like... Peace my, sign? Yeah, the peace sign. <laughs> That's sex to you. Everywhere I go. Yeah, no, this is my way of saying, uh, uh, you know, don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> you have quit. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I'm... I'm Congratulations! I guess would you get a chip for that, or is there a meeting? I well, I, I and it feels good. I actually bought a three D printer and I make my own chips. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend has said the same thing since his divorce. She goes, "Having had sex with one, don't want to have sex with one. Uh, nothing but drama. Not interested." Uh, and uh, my my jerk game is on point. Um, you know what? Nobody knows what I like more than me. Exactly. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want to yourself and never be disappointed. To, like, it's such a psychic thing because I never have to go, you know, a little faster. Like, I just know. <laughs> <laughs> Less teeth. You don't have to tell yourself I am, that. I am so not that limber. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have to be limber to do it. Yeah. Uh, Flip's at the Tempe Improv tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, if you haven't f- seen Flip Orley yet, you need to go see him. It's a good weekend for comedy. We got some great stuff in town, but and just, you, like, you're fun. I, I love women. Like I really, I love. I just don't want to date them. You're just against because you feel uh, probably at this point that once you enter, like once you combine forces or tie up avatars, I don't know what you do. Uh, that that's when it all starts he going takes south. His tail. Goes south. You know, it's the weirdest deal. Um, and it, it's like I don't do it on purpose. And this is probably going to lose me some some people that come to the show. Uh-oh. Women, you're great. It's not you. It's me. Um, <laughs> but like, like I see, I see a woman like in a restaurant or whatever, and and um, and I'll go, oh, she's attractive, right. right? But like within a millisecond, my very next thought is, I bet she wants my house. <laughs> oh, so you, you've got triggers. <laughs> He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> took five, but and a table. You just got a new table. So I gotta, you got to protect that table. Yeah, one of these days I'll get a dining room table. But right now, yeah, you can't have number six taking. You lose that your, reloading table. Oh, your Dylan reloads and all your stuff. You can't have that. This is your. You've worked too hard to lose all this. I have. You know, I'm over. Over I'm up for four on the house. I actually kept the last house. Oh, did you keep the last house? Yeah. But she got all the stuff in it. She well, yeah, she wiped you out. She from packed, the inside. She packed when I was in uh, in Atlantic City. Oh, somebody just died that? in the hallway. Oh, well, maybe she's here. I think your, I think your ex-wife is down the hall. You want to meet her? Uh, yeah, the, uh, so she packed up all the belongings in the house and you came home to an empty home? Um, no, she actually left, um, I think there were 15 contractor bags of trash that I had. Oh, okay. Found. So you did have some stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> that I was just sleeping. Like, like, that was like, her threat. Like trash. dog crap on the floor oh. and piss. And, oh, like, yeah, wow. No, there, she... Oh, she didn't bag it up for you. You ended up bagging 15 bags of garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she, after she took everything usable, that she, she took dumps on the ground. 
Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, literally, like I had two friends come in. It was three days of cleaning with three people. No oh, kidding. Man. Do you think this, any of it was hers? What? Feces and... Oh, I, who knows? You just, I actually had to call the garbage people to get a special truck pickup. <laughs> there was that much was bodily the, fluid left and, behind? And, and, and yeah, debris. Ew. It, yeah, it was horrible. Wow, that did not go well. It, well, maybe that explains why I'm, I'm kind of You're off virgin the whole thing. <laughs> now, is, that, is there a reason why? Because I know a lot about you. I don't know that part. Was there a reason that when you walked back and went into the house, you went, this makes sense? Yeah, that's not a peaceful leaving. Yeah. That, did you understand? Like, No. Did she have a point? No. Nothing. Just no. hated you. So and the weirdest deal was, um, so I eventually said to her, so, okay, I have to go back. So in um, I was... I was in Atlantic City all of July, all of August, 2018. Okay. Mid-July, she's like, she told me, she goes, I love you, and there's nothing more important in the world than you, and we're family, and we're going to be in this through uh, thick Thick and thin. thin. Right. And then, then, uh, like, August 1st, she sent me, uh, she called me, she goes, I'm moving out. Right. No warning. Nothing. No fight, no explanation. Two weeks, you're just whistling and happy as can be, and everything's good. Yeah. And, but, but why would she leave it just like feces? Well, and then she said, because I I've eventually talked to her like uh, October, November, something like that of that year. And I go, what happened? She goes, well, you know, you were in Atlantic City uh, for two months. And I just really felt like my son was used to, used to not being around. So it seemed like a good time. <laughs> and then we wow. all took dumps on the floor and left, which is traditional yeah. in Louisiana, I guess. Yeah, that's well, how, that's how we roll. Be it's there. like a beignet. <laughs> it's, like, it's just yours. You guys own it. It's like beads and beignets and feces when you leave. Who yeah. wants to make some booty? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I imagine it requires a shovel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, flips a big bat. Flipped at the Tempe Improv uh, all weekend long if you want to go down there. Uh, TempeImprov.com. Save tonight where there's a drag show. You're not doing that, right? Or are you? No, I don't I'm know not, what you're up to. No, I, I I haven't learned the nip and tuck. You're, okay, you could tuck. You have learned the nip and tuck. If you're playing around without getting laid for five years, you've done some tucking. I haven't. You t- go tuck right now. That's a ridiculous embarrassment. You know what it would do for your career? What do, being mean, a drag, like doing my show in drag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I huge. Did you see would, Brad's head just there? Just go acknowledge like that could sell tickets. I would. I would, <laughs> I would change markets. <laughs> would you? Yeah, like instead of like uh, Arkansas, Alabama, yeah, with all Texas, your regulars, it'd be yeah. like you know California, yeah. uh, Washington State, Oregon. Yeah, I mean, I would I would be big, but yeah. I'd be big in different places. That's right. Yeah, you're doing. You would switch persona. Would you be accepted? You'd be the Bud Light of comedians. Like the, your regular fan base would abandon you because now Flip wears. He did what? Flip flipped. It happened. We knew it was coming, but uh, yeah. So how about you've never done the talk? Everybody's done that since Silence of the Lambs. We've all tried the talk. Once. No. You've never looked in the mirror and said that's what it would look. I like. I may have when I was younger because I had three sisters. You did it. And Ew, wait to, a minute, what? And I no, I wanted to. I wanted to fit. I don't know. You want to see what theirs? Yes, <laughs> you've never once looked at it and squeezed it together and go, "That's no. me." No, come on, I do it like every Thursday. Now I've got now I've got something to do today because I'm not I'm not doing a show. Yeah, because now I do it and I'm like, that's what my middle aged one would look like. Oh no, <laughs> I've got it. That's like the the you know the evolution of man. I have a chart of how it has looked over the years. So since it's radio, can I? If you'd like to show us, you may. Yes, all right. Yes, you can. <laughs> you've all, it, it, Flip is an open book, known Flip forever. And uh, and I, uh, the other day I get a text from you, and it's a picture that says, uh, when they say Uber, I guess they mean it. And your driver is enormous. Well, so <laughs> he took a photo of her, and I start laughing. And then I realize that the driver's name is like Fatrika. <laughs> But so, so I so I saw it and and I thought to myself, you know, maybe it's like a pitch perfect, like Fat Amy or whatever. Right, it was a joke name. It was a joke name, and so um, so it's like, oh look, Fatrika is going to come pick me up. 
And I got in the car and and her arm blocked out the windshield. It's huge. It literally like her 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 between her shoulder and her elbow. Like I, I couldn't yeah. see where we were going. Yeah, no, it, it was the back seat. It was a blinder. So I would say that arm was. Yeah, it was an eclipse. <laughs> it was, that arm was probably 120 pounds. Oh, if you've lopped I, it off? Yeah. yeah. And it would take yeah. some lots of cutting and sawing. You'd lose a blade. You'd have to switch chains. <laughs> You'd change out. <laughs> There's definitely a chain swap midway through that. It blew up through. This still won't get all the way through. Give me your next one. And the thing that is, like, so I, like, I didn't say anything mean to her, and she was a lovely right. woman, and, you know, whatever, but I just thought, and I wouldn't have even taken the picture no. had her name not been Fetrika. Right. And I just thought it was just so funny that. It just all fit. It, it fits. So, yeah. so, but like I wrote a blog on my website that I think people have really mostly lost their sense of humor. <laughs> so I have to be really careful where like, I send those pictures. But so I was flying, I was, I was flying to Sacramento on Saturday, right? And so, uh, so the flight attendant came by and she goes, Do you want something to drink? And I had the window seat. So I go, Yeah, can I get a, a, a ginger ale, no ice? And she goes, What? And then the guy in the aisle goes, He said ginger ale, no ice. And what I meant to say was thank you right. for helping, but what I said and said in a silly way was, "What are you eavesdropping?" Oh, and the guy who <laughs> and he because um, yeah, he he said, you know, the guy in the window wants like a general no ice, right? And I, I, I didn't go, dude, are you eavesdropping? I'm right. like, hey, what are you eavesdropping? Yeah. And he goes, great, that's what I get for helping. Never again. <laughs> I am not wow. getting involved. I'm this should I should know better. I'm like, dude, I was getting fired. Whatever, just whatever. <laughs> And then he like he literally pointed his body away from you, away from me for the yeah. next two and a half hours of the flight, all the way to Sacramento. Yeah, because you wanted a ginger ale with no ice. And, and I literally, it. I didn't go, dude. Like, don't don't talk for me. Yeah. I didn't say, right? Hey, thanks for mansplaining. <laughs> right, you didn't do anything stupid. You have a, you silly voice too. I, I yeah. literally almost like a jury looks like, like hey hey lady. You know, it's like hey. There's a good chance doing? though that. He's married to one of your exes, and he knew who you were. There's a very good percentage right. that, yeah, he was right about this douche. <laughs> There's a chance that's happened. Uh, yeah, so what else is going on in your life that we don't know about? You've, it's um, been a little while since you've been here. So Anything in the last six months that we should know you're wanted for? Uh, not that I'm wanted for, I okay. don't think. I, um, so, I, like, I had Stacia's name. Oh, yeah, uh, the tattoos. On, on, yeah, so I, I had her name on me 12 times. I've now fixed nine. I've got three to go. The most oh, recent one times. is 12 tattoos. Don't judge. Don't judge. That's what I get. see. I remember Jesus. hiring you as my biographer. Now it's nine pistachios. Yeah. Yeah, you're a big fan of pistachios. I knew the one. That's an easy fix. So I, I, I had the one on the uh, on, on the, the wiener. Uh, yeah. The, oh, I, I never you, can say, you can say penis and wiener okay. here. I don't say the P word. A wiener's fun. <laughs> okay. Why? It bugs me. Penis bothers you. Yeah, I don't say vagina either. Huh. Or panties. I don't like panties. Uh, That's one for me, too. I'm not a fan of panties. Spatula. Get yeah, me a spatula. Yeah. I'm with you on panties. Panties is out. I don't like medical-sounding terms. So I um, so I had her name. <laughs> panties are not medical. You've been to a bad doctor. <laughs> We're going to have to remove your panties. I had the weirdest conversation panties. with a guy. I had the weirdest <laughs> conversation with a guy flying yesterday. And I don't know how we got to talk about digital rectal exams. Sure. That'll happen. And uh, and he's like, he's like, you know they don't do this anymore. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it's all in a blood test. I go, well, my doctor does. He goes, check your bill. See if he's charging you for it. <laughs> it might just be out of pleasure. My, my doctor always holds my head still with both hands. Well, you know what? During That's good because he doesn't, he, doesn't want, <laughs> he doesn't want you moving too much. Right, yeah, it's you know, not you, digital. You he, don't, he don't want me to turn around and see what's actually happening. 
So that's an interesting conversation. Anyway, so um, so I guess <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Nine tattoos down to the. Pee-pee. I really want to get the wiener one done. Like, I, and it's not the last, but I really want to get it done. So I called a buddy of mine who's a dermatologist, and I asked him, I asked him if he would prescribe some um, some numbing cream. You think that'll do it? Which he did. Yeah. And so I, I booked uh, uh, I booked a tattoo session with a guy, like sixty year old biker, overweight, long yeah. beard, looked like a mean Santa Claus. And uh, I, sh- I had slathered, when I say slathered, like numbing half, gel? Yeah, half a tube of numbing, numbing gel. And I'm not nearly big enough to, like, right. it's just, it was showing. It was glopped on. Yeah. Okay. Was, and, then I, and then I wrapped it in saran wrap. Okay. Yeah. To heat it <laughs> to, up, to, to make to it work even it more. And, like, searing <laughs> the juices. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you basically you're marinating. Yeah, you're doing what Brady does to dinner every day. <laughs> you rubbed it, yeah. wrapped it, and Brady has to numb himself while he makes it, which is either he'll have an accident. So he goes, he goes, I'm ready, and I go, okay, well now for the reveal, and then I have to. <laughs> I think I ever did this rant too because I mean it was like a lot of saran getting rant. it off, <clears throat> and he just looks so disgusted. Well, yeah, because he's now he's got to handle your dick for half an hour. Yeah, or you can say the d word. That's oh, good. Well, I just did, and then and then, but he held like he he used his finger his pointer finger and his thumb like they were tweezers yeah and he Stretched held it away it. from himself as far as he could and i think he was just guessing at the artwork yeah it was like uh, does okay. it matter though does it would you be disappointed at all if the artwork wasn't very good you you it's your mistake all the way around with, with wiener but, tattoos but i got a snake like i got a snake Oh, you turned her name into a snake Just on your penis, <clears throat> on your wiener. Yeah. So if I ever get back in the game and a woman says to me, hey, can you snake the drain? I can say, yes, I can. Sure can. It's all done just in case that happens. It, You've it, got it, a line ready. It's with that in mind. Oh, well. I'm proud of you. So that's done then. That one's gone? That one's done. So which ones are left? Uh, one right here on my The chest right, didn't right happen chest. before the, the wiener? No. Well, this is... You know what's really funny? I spent I spent the hour that the guy was working on, on my wiener apologizing for not being more excited for him. <laughs> I'm easy. Yeah. yeah, and he was uh, he was glad that I wasn't. Yeah, the numbing cream started wearing off in the last 15 minutes, and That's I and weird. I remembered why I was so nervous. Oh my god! Yeah, it was really horrible. Just terrible decisions. So many things. <laughs> oh. But the chest one is still there. So the chest one, the one on my back. Yeah, that's and a then one. and then I've got her signature on my left hip. That seems like something I'd have gotten rid of before the pee pee. Honestly, it was a budget thing. <laughs> really? It was <laughs> pricing? Better prices? Well, they had a half-off dick removals? Well, like the, the, the chest, yeah. the back, and the and the hip is probably going to be five, six, seven hours per, oh, per tattoo. Gotcha. And and the wiener was going to be like an hour or less. So Yeah, because they speed through that one. Yeah. And I so yeah. I thought, well, I can, I can afford that. You should have just colored it in black. I tried... I mean, you, so you're going to think I'm kidding because it's a stupid joke. When, when Stacia first left me... <clears throat> I got very, very, very drunk. I was really angry. And um, I had her name on my ring finger, yep. and I had her name on my on my junk. Right. And I got really, really drunk, and I decided I was going to – I like, I knew they were permanent, but I kept thinking, I want to rub – I want to see if I can rub it off. Right. Whack it off. That's right, Brady. So I was going to go with the junk, <laughs> and Jesus even Christ. in my drunken stupor, in the last moment of sanity, I, I went with my finger. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, uh, I rubbed – Long and hard, and and I like to the bone. It worked. No, this was oh, no. with acid. This was later. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. So you you tried to just rip the skin off where yeah. it lived, and it grew back with the. And tattoo. then, like even drunk as it was bleeding, it was oozing and bleeding for like almost a week. 
And I kept thinking, God, I'm, oh. glad, I, I'm glad I didn't do the junk. <laughs> right. Well, if you want this stable individual to get inside your head through hypnosis, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he'll be doing that over at the Tempe Improv. Is the, the unbelievably talented and very strange. Think about that, though. You want a hypnotist with some life experience who can come up with scenarios that only you can come up well, with. You know, and the funny thing is, when you, I guess when I come here, because I am kind of an open book with y'all, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm much saner. Yeah, and nice and and respectful to volunteers on stage, and it's a fun show, and I'm not mean to anyone. Meaning that in other cities, that doesn't always apply. Well, no, I'm not always as open a book. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, no, gotcha. I'm, I'm like, I'll tell you guys. Anything. Are one of your scenarios on stage now to say uh, you're a tattoo artist? No, but that'd be a good That's idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to remove the tattoo on my penis. Yeah. Did I tell you that one time Stacey asked for the tattoo gun? No. I didn't tell you that? Uh-uh. So uh, I'm you getting tattooed. Bought her one? No, I'm in middle getting tattooed. And Stacia said to the tattoo guy, "She goes, oh, can I can I do the gun?" And he goes, "Oh, you're a tattoo artist." And she goes, "No." And he goes, "Well, okay." And he gave her the gun. Oh Jesus! And what did she do? I can show you the video. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's evidence now. She's tattooing me. She's like, I think I'm shading the wrong area. And, and the, the guy goes, he goes, yeah, you are on the peepee. No, thank God. Oh, no. yeah. You don't trust Ooh. that. No, 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 no. You're just a total stranger with uh, credentials has to be doing no, that. No, That's yeah. your love you need to be. You need to be, like, bonded and certified. Yikes. All right. And no news stories about anything on stage where the deaf or blind were offended? No. No, you thank know, God. It's no, been a while. I, actually, the show's been really fun. <laughs> oh, and darn it. I, I, it's my personal life that's uh, yeah, a kind, shambles. Of a, kind of an S show. But for the last five years, celibate. Yeah. So you're a powder keg up on that stage. No, because again, you you're know, under control. I'm, I, I, Self-releasing. I, you know, like I said, I know what I like. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance anyone on that stage tonight wins you over. You know, never tomorrow. say never. Never That's say true. never. Okay, no, definitely not. Not tonight. Tonight's a drag show. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you could get uh, the Monet Museum and Art. What is it called? I don't even know. <laughs> the I don't Monet know what it is. Show? There's a the Monet display tonight, but it's a drag show. And Brad from the club just goes, "That's a guy." So I'm very worried about Brad and his interaction with Monet. I may, I He'll may be married yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I may get together. I may go out about six o'clock tonight for uh, or six thirty tonight and get a drink. Okay, and uh, I may do that. So I, um, because I'm not doing a show. So anybody listening, we should if, go to the Monet show. Oh my god! And then watch Brad try to get his ring back. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably texting her right now. I don't think I want to give you that ring anymore. That's a mistake. You weren't on your period. You lied. <laughs> I want to see it. Right? <laughs> I don't believe this bloating thing. Yeah. So I don't your periods are always brown. And anybody smelly. wants to meet? Uh, for- <laughs> oh, come on! I had to go there. Brad's over there. He, he lived it. Thank you. Thank you. Good for me. The exact audience reaction you're looking for good for you i'm leaving uh yeah so i've ended more conversations with people where they look at me to go and on that note <laughs> <laughs> well because most of the time you're pulling your pants up and there's blood in the area because it's a tattoo artist well on that note we're just going to close and i'm never doing this <laughs> thank again. you good night. yeah that's great. how do you go to a tattoo artist what's the first word you say to a tattoo artist like you you can't like i have social anxiety to ask like the walgreens lady where stuff is let alone walk into a room and go you've got a special job ahead of you well so the first time why i lost a, i lost a bet with stacia and so um so i called a buddy of mine he owns a tattoo place here in chandler okay and you know him and i know him and i go hey have you ever have you ever tattooed a, a penis a penis <laughs> you can't say <laughs> And he goes, no. And I go, okay. And goes, and I don't want to. And I go, okay, no problem. I got it. He goes, but it's sort of a bucket list item for me. Ooh. And I go, can I, can I 
fulfill your bucket list. See, I don't have that kind of confidence. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. I, um, I hypnotize myself. I'll link your Todger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I might be, literally, if someone was tattooing my penis, there may be enough room for an ellipsis. That's about all you'd get on there. Three little dots, and that's what we can't do anymore. We've filled it up. I'd be this big during that. You can't, we can't have no, size. Well, no, you, it has, you have to be stretched out. Yeah, I know. Because it's not like Ugh. any other part of your body, right? So, like, you know, your arm is your arm, you know, That's and right. it doesn't move. But but the second they go to your junk with a needle, like your junk is like, you know, no, no cowers. <laughs> yeah, it's scared of it. And it should be. That's a natural they stretch reaction. it out, pin it down, wow. and then uh, yeah. ink it. All right. Well, Flip's going to be hypnotizing folks. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And if you have not gone, I say it every time he's here. You've missed out. It's uh, I got a, a friend who said, uh, who would you see this weekend, Flip or Dan Cummins? And I'm like, you got to AC them both. B, they're like, what show's better? I'm like, one's traditional comedy, one's Flip Orly. And oh. it's funny, but you haven't seen this yet. It's not. See, that was very politically yeah. nice. That was nice. It is. Because, well, because I think Dan's great, but I look at you and I'm like, people need to see this. So when you're oh. in town, people need to watch the flip show because it's never the same. No, ever, and that's what I love about it. And you well, haven't kicked you. anybody off stage for a while, and no, you it's been know, really what? mostly good. people have been behaving themselves, which I'm happy about. Have and, you dealt uh, with the Bud Light situation on stage? No, no, you're not going. I don't there know yet. if I'm going to or not. Yeah, I don't know. Too angry. Um, <laughs> I just like I don't I don't understand, and I don't care where people fall on sure. their political spectrum. I don't I don't care. Um, but like, from unless you're, for instance, a, a comic, you're a political satirist or whatever. Where like your show is your politics, right? I don't get why I don't get why entertainers or companies jump into politics. Yeah, because you're potentially alienating half your audience. It's true, or yeah, customer base, or whatever. Yeah. So you know, if I ever get off stage and the audience knows where I what I think right. politically, chances are I've done a really bad job. Well, see, this is what we need. That's refreshing. You don't need to sway our opinions. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to make people cluck. I don't care if you're far right, far left, you know, sort of in the center. If you come to my show, I want you to laugh and have a good time. And at the end of the night, go, wow, I'm really glad I went to the Tempe Improv. I had a great time. And you will. And that's that's all. That's it. Look at that. He's a diplomat as well. He'll tattoo your name all over his body at the end of the night. Challenge this weekend. Mrs. Flip Orley the sixth. I want you to show yes. up and break and get him off the Schneid. I say, be He's the too, one. This this celibacy has caused a calm, uh, somewhat rational Flip Orley. Oh, I don't like this version. You you would not have thought so yesterday when I was flying. No, okay. well, no, there's moments I'm sure. Yeah, no. I Ladies, there's an amazing yeah. loading table on the line. <laughs> right. Right. Just, and the best part is, is when he takes you home, it's like going to a, a an estate sale. Eventually, it's all going to be yours. <laughs> Honestly, if I ever get married again, uh, I'm going to. That's a still a possibility. No, but if I were, there, <laughs> you did. there would be a prenup, and I'm keeping the reloading table. Yeah, that's got to be. That's, this is mine. I would just carve my name in it. Yeah. But that, that, what what you do there is just set it as a bullseye to go. He loves that thing too much. I'm taking, I would yeah. say the reloading table and no tattoos. I'm never getting. Well, you know, everybody was telling me that like, oh, you're addicted to ta- uh, tattoos. I'm like, I'm not. I'm addicted to station. No, you're addicted to tattoos. And here's the deal. Since 2018, when she left me, I haven't had another new tattoo since. So you were addicted to tattoos of her? Of her. Yeah, right. Of her. Yeah, no contact. She's, Not anymore. Yeah. Did you for a while? Uh, a little bit. Did you go back? No. No, just out. We talked about it a little bit, and then and then uh, I realized that she hadn't changed. Uh, well, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a reunion show. Yes. I'll have you and all five of them. You know, that's always been a fear of mine because in the, in the day, <laughs> in the day, I used to do a lot of TV, but it was like really stupid daytime TV talk shows. So, like, I mean, I did. Like Jenny Jones and stuff? Uh, Queen Latifah had a show. Oh, yeah. 
I did uh, Maury Povich like three times. I did Ricky like twice. Um, Careful how you say that. No, I it's said a me too. Exactly. There's a tattoo. Oh, yeah, exactly There's right. a tattoo. <laughs> Not her show. Ricky's tattooed on her th- on his thighs. So, and I just, I said to my manager every time I go, I just want you to know because they said we want him to hypnotize people, and I mean I had the whole hour of all these shows that I, right. that I did. I go, if one ex-wife shows up, I'm taking the lapel mic off, I'm throwing it down, and I'm going to the airport. <laughs> so we shouldn't bring them in, because we got all five of them here. It's, uh, bring them in. It's, I would stay for you, but yeah, like, we, like Maury Povich, nah. what a tool. <laughs> well, you would know. Is he a tool in yeah, real life? horrible. No kidding. The, only person, that, the only person worse than, uh, than Maury Povich was Brian Gumbel. No kidding. He was he was super tool. What, did you do the Today Show? Yeah, and, a couple times. And he was a... What did he do? So, so I was one of the first uh, performers that did the outdoor stage. Yeah. Uh, oh, outside. Yeah. yeah. So um, they had they had a big stage for me, and, and they had volunteers, and I'm hypnotizing them, and I had an earpiece in, and they gave me the wrong feed. So they gave me the director's feed so I could hear everyone talking. Oh, geez. Right? So, uh, like, I'm outside, and I'm like, okay, everyone, take a deep breath slowly. And But, again, it's the streets in New York, and they didn't block right. it off, so you hear – like uh, cabbies, like honking their yeah. horn, get the F out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Add a slow breath out. Right? <laughs> and all the while, I hear Brian Gumble in the earpiece talking to the director going, I'm not interviewing that piece of blah, blah. He's, oh, a, really? he's a BS and he's a effing blah. And it, he like, hated he you. Hated. And he's like, you can't make me go out there and talk to him. This is all crap and it's a waste of time. This sounds like one of your weddings. Yeah. It's <laughs> like your vows. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just trying to be all real calm. like, okay, and then I want you to concentrate on relax. Oh, man. And the cameras man. are on. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Did and you talk to Brian at all after? No, he, would, he never came out. He, he never went up and go, I heard everything you said, you pile of garbage. He, would, he wouldn't be in the same vicinity. No kidding. Yeah. He's afraid of the black magic. He was horrible. No All right, well, now it's out there. Yeah. Flip Orley oh, versus Brian Gumble. And I don't like Ricky Lee. Uh, Ricky Lake? No, uh, Ricky Lee Jones. No, who's the gal um, with the messed up teeth from from uh, from Canada? <laughs> Alana's Jewel. Morrison? Oh, Jewel. Yeah, Jewel. She's horrible. You're mean to Jewel too. No, she was mean to me. Why? Jewel's horrible. I think you told me this one. Why was Jewel? Was oh, you were opening for some show? No, right? I was on a radio show in Dallas, and she had a call in, and I was. Oh, you were part of it. And, and I said something like, "I, I like, I like your music or whatever." And she, who's talking to you? Why are you talking to me? Oh, wow! Yeah, oh, geez, out. flip your wow. reputation is getting out there. Well, this is fun. <laughs> Hopefully, Jewel and his ex-wife shows She's up. She's not the one. Yeah, that, no, she is not. She will not save your soul. Uh, Tempe Improv. That's where Flip is. Leave us with words of wisdom. One last thing from Flip Borley. Uh, oh, I just won. I just won a uh, the the Crying Monkey Award from the, the coveted Crying Monkey Award from the Beijing Film Festival. Oh, you won? No, 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 Sacramento Film Festival. Yeah, we won Best Comedy. Did you really? And it's what? It's about masks, right? No, it's a. It's a. So, do you have time for a quick story? Well, we'll t- I'm going to take a break. And we'll, we'll, you always stay anyway. We'll keep Flip here for a little while. So, yeah, Flip Orley's here. Everybody's at the Tempe Improv this week, and we'll take a break. We'll get back with more Flip next. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Going to have our FanDuel bets. We'll put them up online. Uh, just uh, four-leg parlays for tonight's Suns game. That's what I'm looking for from everybody. Put it up there online uh, today, and you can chase them. Again, keep in mind, two weeks ago, I won $10,000 on our FanDuel bet. So you can pull this off. It's very easy, and FanDuel's got all sorts of great stuff for you guys to get involved in, uh, especially the $5 bet, $150 guarantee, no-sweat first bet. You got that going on. NBA playoffs, man, it has been a blast. And I'm also doing one thing where I'm taking Kevin Durant to hit the first shot. I uh, had him had the first three pointer the other night. Would have been six grand. He took the shot, 
didn't clanked off the back end. But uh, they're fun. So FanDuel makes the world 58% better. Fifty-eight percent after. I that. know. FanDuel makes the world better. Who, who, who does he play for? Oh, stop it! Don't no, do I'm that. Not, don't, no, don't. Don't. No, he's, seriously. He's a hockey ball player for the Suns. <laughs> oh, he's on the Suns. Yeah, I didn't know that. What is wrong with you? Where you don't pay attention to much of anything anymore. I, I think the last uh, Suns player I knew is Paul Westfall and Al Adams. That's been a minute. It's been, it's been a minute. Wow. They've retired. Oh, and the Greyhound. Both are dead. <laughs> I'm not, I know Paul Westfall is. I'm not sure if Al, Alvin think, may have uh, passed also. Wait, no, he's alive. Are Who's you sure? Yeah. The fact we're, that we're not sure makes his reference worse. That he's dead. Brad's nodding yes. Of course, Brad can't tell the difference if Monet is the right thing or not. So we, I'm not really going to go off of that reference. Who is the Greyhound? Pardon? The Greyhound. I don't know what you're saying. He was on the Suns. What 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 time era? Who's president? Carter? What are we talking about? <laughs> I think he was around the time of Paul Westfall and uh, Alvin Adams. I think that's Colangelo. Carter. The Greyhound wasn't Colangelo. It was, it was a, No, it was a nickname. Kyle Macy, Walter yeah. Davis. Yeah, Walter Davis. Walt Sweet D. Wasn't he the Greyhound? I don't remember him being called the Greyhound. Someone needs to look that up. Sweet D. Yeah, who's the Greyhound? And is Alvin Adams still alive? Flip needs <laughs> he's to know. 68. He's and he's still alive. Yeah. Thank God for. Uh, he, I was so worried about Alvin. All of you who sent in things to KUPD uh, confirming that Bryant Gumbel is a tool. Oh, got a Thank bunch you. of them. People Thank who have met so Bryant Gumbel's out at the Boulders and at different resorts say that you were right. Flip Walter Orley. Davis. That Walter Davis that is was the, the Greyhound. Greyhound. Yeah. Sweet tea. Nice yeah. work. Walter Davis, six. He's in the ring of honor. We'll never see another six again and probably never a nickname like the Greyhound. The I love Greyhound. Sweet D. I thought or Sweet D. Sweet D. Was better. Sweet D. I'm not going to call anybody that. I used to train Greyhounds, but not Walter Davis. Right. <laughs> well, you've done great with him. He's in the ring of honor. Uh, flips at the Tempe Improv. You're going to tell us about your movie. Oh, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, um, so I'm, I may get a drink tonight. If anybody wants to come meet me, I, I'm going to post it on Facebook. Check you that out. You do this every time, and strangers just show up to yeah, chat with up. you. Oh, yeah. and if you want to, can I can I give away a digital download to anybody? Absolutely. If you want to be on my mailing list, send it to flip at fliporally.com, and I'll send you a relaxation download and a sleep better download. And I'm telling you this, 22 years ago, 25 years ago, you gave me that uh, sleep. It, it was a DVD then. Yeah. It was a sleep DVD, and you gave me some advice that I still use today on what I do before I go to sleep. And it's and you you hypnotized me and put me through this thing, and then that that DVD. It, if you're just struggling to sleep or not sleeping well when you sleep, this works. It and helps. I'm, I'm not. And look, I can. Be, everybody knows me as the biggest skeptic in the world. Right. I went into that skeptical and came out going, "Oh my god, that works." It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So if you want downloads, you, but you have to you have to uh, let me put you on my mailing list. Okay. I send out one email, uh, like newsletter, yeah, every month, but actually about every every twelve weeks. And usually it's just a wedding announcement, and then a never mind. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're registered right. at Target. <laughs> That's how it always ends. Uh, and none of this is about your movie. So you just promoted no, the hell out of yourself. Yeah. Excellent work. Well, Flipworldly.com. Uh, and yeah. Tempe Improv, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Beautiful. Um, so, so I made I made a, with a buddy of mine in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, a short documentary, five minutes. Um, it's about, only five minutes long. It's five minutes long. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. So, so I had Stacia's arm um, name on my right forearm, and that was a really difficult cover up to come up with. And so I was talking to some people, and they said, you know, add letters. And it's like Stacia, Stacia, Stacia. Ooh, pistachio. Yeah. And so, so. My buddy goes, um, I should record everything, like conversations with my son. Right. And then, and so we did. So every time my kids started giving me a hard time about my bad life decisions, he would pull up a phone and he would start recording it. Uh, and he's such a smart ass. Yeah. But I love him. He's fun. The kid or the friend? 
Uh, my both, actually. <laughs> so, um, so we recorded that, and then I recorded the tattoo session, and then I recorded uh, talking about it on stage, and I sent my buddy all this footage. Right. right? So one day he calls me up, he goes, hey, I took all that footage, I made a documentary. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And he goes, and I sent it to 32 film festivals around the world. I'm like, what? So anyway, we've been in six film festivals around the world. <laughs> and uh, Saturday, Sunday, we were in the uh, Sacramento Film Festival. Yeah. And we won. And you won the day. Like best, yeah, with a five-minute movie. Yeah, that's. A, I don't even know how you make a five-minute. It was movie. just so stupid. So, so I was flying to Sacramento on Saturday because the film festival was on Sunday. My buddy went to uh, the mixer, like the big at the bar, the mixer right. with all the filmmakers, and he's talking to this one guy who lives here in the United States, but he's from India. Okay. And my buddy goes, "Oh, what's your movie about?" And he goes, "It's a short. In fact, we're up against each other." And he goes, my movie's about a middle-aged man who is a ninja, who every 15 years he gets into a ninja fight with a ninja master. And he has to win the fight every 15 years or he dies. Highlander. Jeez, that sounds and I, great. And I go, wow. And like my buddy goes through this guy, he goes, wow. And he goes, but it's really a metaphor for the immigration system in America. <laughs> oh, man. And, and my buddy goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, I'm, like, I have a green card, and every 15 years I have to go to immigration, but like, if I don't talk him into letting me stay, they send me back to, sh- like, to India, so yeah. it's like I die. <laughs> Let's call it something else there, I think. So it's like yeah, being sent back to death. Yeah. Yeah. This so, is a metaphoric, beautiful movie. Yeah. So, like five so minutes. He goes to my buddy, so what's your movie about? He goes, oh, I've got an idiot for a friend who has a dick tattoo. <laughs> and that one won. The and metaphor was dumb. Nothing. Your dick tattoo movie won yeah. over the judges. Well, there you go. And dude, what did you get for that? Uh, so, so our movie played at eleven a.m. and then the award ceremony was eight p.m. and at eleven oh six, one minute after it ended, I, I said to my buddy, I "Go, let's go back. Like, let's go back to Tahoe." He goes, "Well, the award ceremony was at eight. I go, "Really? We're going to beat the ninja we're, we're metaphor? Gonna, <laughs> not happening." So we went back to uh, we went back to. Um, Tahoe, and then the next morning, which was uh, Monday morning, I got a uh, I got an email. You won best comedy. So no kidding. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And it seems like a like one of your marriages. There's not a lot of time invested in this. If no. you want to see it, it's just a real <laughs> quick view. It's five minutes. Yeah. Or, come on. Who can't watch that? You know, so funny, on a phone. Yeah. My buddy made a Filmed. trailer for it. I'm like, how do you make a how do you make a trailer? <laughs> you show the whole thing. <laughs> well, I want to see it now. What's it called? Uh, well, it's called Pistachio: A Love Story. Oh, see, I like that already. The, the trailer, the one-minute trailer is on my website. Okay. And, and that's almost all of it. That's most of it. You've eaten 20% of the movie right there. And, uh, but I, I, I can give you the uh, – it's on. I, I have it on Vimeo somewhere. Okay. Uh, like if you I'll want pay to. for it. No, no you need, you need him. Oh, suck that. <laughs> <laughs> Flip Orly, all weekend at the Tempe Improv. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, two shows both nights, Sunday, 7 o'clock. And again, if you haven't been – you want to be part of the show, it's a rare opportunity that you actually get to be part of it if yeah. you want. Volunteer basis. You can do it from the crowd. You can be part of it and it'll work. Or you can just watch because it's worth it every time. It's yeah, because I mean, people sometimes are worried about going. If you're in the front row, if you're in the back row, if you're in the balcony, I don't pick anyone. Right. I'm not going to call on you. I don't talk to people. I don't make anybody uncomfortable. Um, the the If anybody's the butt of the joke, you know, with the volunteers, it's me, yeah. not yeah. them. I treat volunteers well, and the show's fun. And so It's always different. fun, and it's yeah. always different. Never seen it the same twice. Flip, always a pleasure. And I promise not to marry anyone. That, well, nah, that's you've done a lot of promising in your life, and that's not necessarily one I would uh, live by. Uh, Flip Orley, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.